0: Hey everybody! Thank you so much for listening to the Cooligans. In the first segment of today's episode, we talk about what else we're going to talk about. We are talk about the men's national team, but you know what else we talk about? We talk about Jermaine Jones doing a selfie video that helped us break the internet. <laughs> that
1: was an honor for us. Yeah. Uh, in the second segment, we talked to Matthew Doral of Major League Soccer. He is—he's uh, back on the show. We had him on a couple months ago talking about uh, Alexis. Was like, wouldn't it be? What? It, it might be a good thing if the U.S. misses the World Cup. And he called uh, Alexis an idiot right on air. Uh, but it happened. And did Alexis say I told you so? Tune in to find out. You know I did. <laughs> in the third segment, we talk
0: about the penultimate decision day, the day before decision day, decision day eve. <laughs> uh, we talk about all the games that happen, all the all the people that, all the teams that move that are important and some that aren't and still won. We talk about that and more. And we also reveal a new sponsor. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> that and more on this episode of The Cool Again. Hi, folks, this is Tommy Smith for Y, and you're listening to the Cooligans.
1: Yeah, baby! Hello. I didn't didn't want to interrupt your, uh, I didn't want to, you know, overlap your, yeah, your, hey, baby, or yeah, baby. Is it yeah, baby, or or hey, baby?
2: I think
0: I switch it up. Yeah, you mix it up from time to time. You know, it's one of those things like, I don't know the pattern in which I shower, but as soon as I step in the shower, I know the pattern. Like, I do the same thing over and over again. Uh, Mostly just uh, working the balls. Anyway, why am I saying that right away? There was no reason to, as soon as I thought about it, I'm like, don't do it, Alexis. I don't don't, don't
1: understand why your balls need work. That's really (laughs) it.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a, You've not been down there, buddy It's a two-man job <laughs> We got a team Have You ever seen them shower an elephant at a zoo? <laughs> similar, similar Anyway,
1: yeah, this is a soccer podcast It is, it's we swear Soccer balls Soccer we, balls, we, we, that's what me. we're talking about I bring
0: them in the shower
1: <laughs> Save up time Get the kit man in there
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is someone just like rubbing jerseys together? I'm like, so what do you do on the weekends?
1: Uh, well, yeah. Welcome to the show, everybody Welcome to the Cooligans uh, We Mike. are the damn Cooligans my name is Christian Polanco, and my name is Alexis Guerrero. Yes, and we we host the gulliest soccer podcast uh, on earth. It's the funniest soccer podcast, yeah, that ever exists. You know what was cool? We got a we got a. Uh, I don't know if you saw this on Instagram. We got a, a message, uh, a, a picture from uh, Wayne Powell. Uh, out from uh Portland, yeah, I know Wayne Powell, and he uh he sent us uh, there was a he tagged us in a photo of uh of like a, a I think it was like a hospital or like a nursing home, and the 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 name of the nursing home was uh Gully. He was like, Yo, it's the gulliest nursing home ever. <laughs> yeah, <see." laughs>
0: it was like- cool against the sponsor nursing home. You know? <laughs> what would a gully nursing home be? Just a bunch of dudes in tins, like, Yo. You need to take your meds, old lady.
1: Yeah, just, yo, get those meds out of my face. Yeah. All right. You're trying to control my brain. Yeah. Get them out of here, yo. Or someone's like,
0: yo, how much do you pay for these? I got a guy.
1: I could get some straight from Canada, yo. For sure. He just pulls out his teeth, and the inside of the teeth is just like drugs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's scraping it out. He's like, yo, I got your sciatica. Oh, no. That was Molly. So, but
1: either way, you won't notice. Uh, so, yes, welcome to the show. This is exciting. Uh, this show is sponsored by SeekGate. C- Geek. What? Crazy. Wait a minute. Like a like another sponsor? Like a like a sponsor, bro. But like
0: one that asks us to actually read something later in it, this podcast? Wild. Oh, wow. I can I can <laughs> uh I can't wait. Uh if you don't know what SeatGeek is, um not only is it an awesome platform to buy uh tickets, but it's also the official uh ticket partner of MLS. Yeah, so that's pretty, pretty cool. Done. And we are the official Podcast of MLS, yeah, we are, are we, not?
1: The, we are, the, are they're hand by uh, by uh, association. Yeah. We are <laughs> right.
0: MLS is the gulliest, the gulliest
1: <laughs> soccer soccer league, league. In, the, in the world. That
0: uh, we went full circle, and some would say it's actually a nursing home for <laughs> soccer players. Wow, how did we all the way? No, but they're le- they're leaving. They they it's getting a, it, lo- a lot younger. Bye, Kaka.
1: Bye, Kaka. Uh, <laughs> by <laughs> Pirlo. Um, uh, yeah, Pirlo. I tried by Pirlo. I should have shit on him first. Yeah, uh, but what, yeah, but thank you, Seeking for. Sponsoring the show, uh, if you use uh, SeatGeek and go to SeatGeek.com, use the promo code Cooligans, you get $20 off your first uh, order. 20 bucks off,
0: 20 20 bucks off, it's a lot of money. So just go in there and buy a ticket for something. Look, you're gonna hear an ad for it later, but we're letting you know now so that you cannot fast forward because you have (laughs) no idea when we're gonna start talking about balls again. Okay, (laughs) so uh, yeah, go to SeatGeek if you've never used it before. Put in the word "cool," again, you get twenty bucks. Yeah, twenty it's a, bucks. It's a good, it's a good decision. So, and then uh, sell that ticket yourself and keep that money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? Not, I, I feel like you're promoting scalping,
0: which is <laughs> a, not why, it's not this point. Yeah, they go to that. Seat Geek would not scalp.
1: <laughs> seat Gully would do exactly. So, uh pretty. So that's exciting. But there, a lot has happened since last week's episode. Oh boy, so many. Just, Let's talk a little bit about last week's episode because uh, we we put
0: together a little video of how jarring the change of our attitude was. Yeah, and I heard more from non soccer
1: fans who saw that video than they were like, <laughs> geez, are you guys okay?" Yeah, were people were concerned about yeah. uh, just our well being. Yeah, this this was uh, obviously the, the United States did not make it to the World Cup. They lost. Did you hear? To, to, <laughs> to Trinidad and Tobago, and it was a debacle, nightmare, uh, and and we're still recovering emotionally, but the a couple of interesting things happened and that we did not really expect which was the the i think the last week's podcast was probably one of our most downloaded episodes it was our most successful podcast ever it was like immediately every everybody was like i'm feeling miserable yeah maybe these guys will cheer me up i need funny i need fun yeah yeah, yeah. and and i think that was like a a, a real thing that we uh, had the opportunity to offer yeah. in, in this space. You know, when when it comes to the soccer podcasts, there's a million of them. There's so many. There's of not them. so it's it's diff, it's difficult to distinguish yourself amongst uh amongst of them there's a bunch of amazing podcasts. But there, some really good ones. A lot of them not a lot. A lot of them are, their, there. their purpose is not solely to make you laugh. No. And and I think for the first time since the Cooligans have existed, people were like this is I need this particular one. Right. Because I need to feel a little bit better about what just happened. Yeah. I I need something in the category of not
0: just soccer, but soccer and funny because I can't do this with just tactics alone. <laughs> I can't get through these next four years. And you know what? I mean, look, if the silver lining of this uh, very shameful, uh, you know, uh, not disqualification or not qualifying for the World Cup, if the silver lining of that dark cloud is that people turn to us, well, then good. I'm glad you guys didn't qualify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You just want the U.S. to fail year after year. I mean, look, if it, you know... <laughs> if it leads to... Seeking is here now, gonna you know, I don't mean, oh, you know. They weren't like, here before the U.S. I, was, know, I mean, what are you going <laughs> to... Uh, you know, we talk about youth development. How about podcast development? You know, this is
1: important, you know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Can, can uh, Sunil invest a little bit of money in that? A little yeah. podcast development academy? I mean, like, yo, he's got to stay. Yeah, I, I, the guy's got to stay. We got to
0: vote this man in. in. I mean, come on. You, know, you got one more term, let the guy... I can tell what he's going to do. <laughs> he's good for business. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not to make it about us, but what the hell. It's but yes, yeah,
1: so it, it, it was, a, a, I think that's the thing that was just surprising that there, there, there was a lot of uh, just people either messaging us or, or, or either saying nice things. Some people sent some really nice messages about right. them just, you know, uh, appreciating that that we were around.
0: A lot of people also got to know us uh, because of a video we released.
1: Yes, uh, so <laughs> I mean, we didn't release. Uh, we released this video, but we I released guess- a, uh, a remix. A if remix, you will.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: We did. Yeah. We did the, the the Puff Daddy remix. Yeah, you uh,
0: worked for Diddy at one point. This is what you learned. Exactly. You don't need to make the music. You need to change the music.
1: <laughs> Every step. you... <laughs> yeah, we did. That's
0: what- <laughs> so what we did was. We have a group chat and Christian immediately jumped in and goes, Hey, is anyone watching Jermaine Jones, Jones. Li- Facebook or Instagram live? And my immediate, I'm like, why would I ever why do that? <laughs> no you know, and you're like, yo, he's naming names. And I immediately jumped on. Now uh, it took a lot of Googling, a lot of deep, dark web searching. <laughs> just tour. Browser. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was just saying, no, I don't want heroin. No, I don't want, you know, uh, human trafficking. I need to learn how to download a Instagram uh, Instagram live, yeah, which Instagram is live. dramatically different and not not as easy as you'd expect. And I figured out a way to do it. I didn't think it was real. It came in two files. I'm like, all right, well, here I go. I'm downloading an NSA probe. You know, this is it. They're going to hear everything I got to say. Not that there's anything. They're going to be like, oh, this guy talks about a soccer and chicken parm sandwiches and pizza. So they would, put him in prison. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be something. This is code. No human being can eat that much and care that much about soccer. And then they they get here, they knock the door down. They're like, God damn it. They just see me and they're like, ah, there's no code. I'm eating a chicken parm sandwich. You guys want some? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I figured out how to do it, and I was like, "We can't just put this up because we're not journalists." Yeah, that's what that was a discussion. We were like, "Do we do we just put up the video?" I
1: was like, do "No." We, we
0: thought maybe put up the whole thing, you know? Yeah,
1: but it's like uh, you know, I, I don't care about like I, you know, you go to you know, like our guest Matthew Doyle for when what's the important journalistic take on whatever? Right. You, you, there's certain people that you go to, um, and we're not them. We're not that. We're person. never gonna be them. <laughs> we don't we want to be that. even be sitting next to that person. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that these people come on the show is. It's really just poor judgment on
0: their part. Jarring to me <laughs> that they have that lack of judgment. Uh I so we talked about it and we were like, well, the juiciest part besides I mean he had a lot of, you know, things to say, some smart, some not so smart. But he did start naming names at the end. He started talking about Jordan Morris and and as much as we both have agreed and disagreed with some of the things he was saying, we're like, you know, this probably should see the light of day cuz Instagram live videos go away in 24 hours. Yeah. So, all right, you know, unbeknownst to him, we found a way to get it and we threw it up. And instead of putting it up on YouTube and, you know, trying to steal all the, you know, the the views, I said, let's just put it up on Twitter and on Instagram and see what happens. And, uh, you know, my phone died seven times from all the notifications. <laughs> yeah,
1: my phone was blowing up. Yeah, it was. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, so obviously if you haven't seen the video, it's just a, uh, essentially just a, uh, the, the the clip of Jermaine Jones talking about Jordan Morris. Yeah. And next to a bunch of a bunch of memes of, uh, and reacting to the to the words that he's saying. Right. Uh, a it, lot of people
0: focused on what was being said. And a couple of people uh, tweeted at us, hey, really funny memes you uh, edited in. And, uh, you know, we worked really hard to make sure that they sort of fit the mold of what he was saying and stuff. Yeah. We're not editors. You've seen our other content. <laughs> right. So uh, it's a lot of people said that. On Reddit, there was a very different reaction. Oh, people hated it. People hate us <laughs> so much on Reddit. It is what well, shocking no, how well, much they despise Reddit.
1: Us. It, the problem with Reddit is that every, they hate everything. So there's no yeah, yeah. They don't love anything. They love like trolling. That's all they yes. care. about. Yeah, which yeah. is like uh, you know th- th- that none of that stuff can be taken too seriously because it's maniacs no. who it, I, it it boggles my mind. The 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 balls. Uh, speaking of balls, the balls it takes <laughs> to to. Take, look at somebody's, like, the amount of work that we've done. Yeah. For next to no money, right? For yeah. the majority of no money. Which reminds me. Please please to go to SeatGeek.com. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Use the promo code cool again. God damn it. Trust me. They're giving you money. <laughs> that's not money we're getting. <laughs> so the, the the amount of work we've done, and, and for people to so casually be like, this is stupid, This, is, you guys are terrible, this, whatever, Like just to just to poo-poo the work, uh, right. that it's like, yeah, it's like, do we want the most popular thing we do to be a damn meme? No. No. But no. that's the thing that introduces you to what we're doing. Yeah. You're here now. Yeah. You're here now. So it's like, Hey, why don't you check out some of the other stuff? As opposed to just being like look around, (laughs) you might
0: find something else you like.
1: And it it is so absurd. The, 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 especially the lack of comedic content there is within American soccer to be like, I hate you guys. This is stupid. It's like, well, well, who are you going to go to? Yeah. Well, that's we're trying (laughs) like the, the thing that upset
0: me most is that it was like, you know, what do you just want it to be? Margaret Thatcher's England? Is that all you want? <laughs> yeah. It's... And the funny thing is, like, that's not, you know, like when this... it comes to comedy, it's the same thing. Like, if you don't laugh at what I'm saying on stage, you were never going to be my fan anyway. I don't care. I don't need you. Yeah. Go do your own thing. But to hear those reactions, or at least to see them written down... And one guy just wrote, like, you're not helping your brand. Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) What brand are you talking about? We're two dummies who hold the microphone. It's just like, if you think that's what we're worried about, you're out of your damn (laughs) mind. Yeah, then you're hurting your brand by saying that we're hurting our brand. Yes,
1: Cooligans LLC, will be sending you a cease and desist letter, sir. Yeah, how dare you? How
0: dare you bring that up? My lawyer... uh, I'm... it, to me, it's funny that, well, whatever. Who cares? Reddit. I mean, Reddit doesn't like anything. Exactly. Some guys are like, memes are so 2010. I'm like, what? <laughs> you want us to invent something new? <laughs> a new form of comedy like, just you, for this Jermaine Jones video? It, we pumped it out you, in like an hour. Yeah, it's
1: like you either laugh or you don't laugh and go on with your life.
0: Yeah. That's, that's it. That's, it that's, go that's, talk about formations again.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it, it, you do get a sense of um, that, that even Americans are Euro snobs. You know? Oh, for sure. That that that's kind of uh, what it felt like. It's like you know what? A lot of times, you. Know, I'll be honest. Since the U.S. law, you know, it missed out on the World Cup, it's it's changed my demeanor towards how I feel about soccer in general. Yeah. Where it, it where that that was so traumatic, right? That you know, going like now when when there's like, I don't know, like even in that moment, I was just like, I don't care. What you think? Yeah, I'm struggling right now. Right, and sir, this is not the time. I'm gonna do me. <laughs> I don't care about you or your approval. Okay, I am Sasha
0: Fierce right yeah. now. Uh oh,
1: <laughs> no more of this.
0: <laughs> I uh, I I watched that. I was watching those comments come in because they're tied to our email because we don't get that many on Reddit. You know, that's why people don't really give a shit about us on Reddit. That's yeah. fine. We also don't really try to do anything on Reddit. If it happens to go up there,
1: we do have a, a, a Reddit page that that somebody did. Uh, art so art cool against Reddit. Yeah, but that somebody the subreddit that somebody just. Posted like, hey guys, can you get this started? I really would like to see stuff on here. Oh, did they? Yeah, someone did write that. So, yeah, you know, hilarious. We, we gotta, we gotta start doing that. Man, we'll find a way to tie it together. So, so, so that people can be, be, be mean to us on another internet site. Yeah. So. Oh my god,
0: could that be possible? <laughs> that would be great. But you know what's funny? Like, I thought about. I immediately also thought about when we posted the video because it is pretty scathing. If you didn't see it, um, uh, you know, Jermaine Jones talks about how Jordan Morris. He called Jordan Morris. Uh, Jurgen Klinsmann asked him to call Jordan Morris. Uh, right around the time that he was trying to make a decision between the uh, vertebrae uh, deal and going back to Seattle Sounders. Um, And he's like, oh, my doctor. He said, oh, but, you know, I want to go home. My dad's a doctor. And my mom just got me and my girlfriend a
1: dog. (laughs) I was just
0: like, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's say this, because there's a a lot of uh, takes on this. And obviously, a lot of people have commented on this stuff because of us because of us and then that's kind of sort of a lot of people saw the video they probably looked up the full video because because of the clip that well
0: somebody went and started a new uh, new youtube account posted the full video after our video started below because a lot of people were going yeah where's the full video where's the full video where's the full video yeah which by the
1: way it was still live on his yeah yeah you can just, just watch it, yeah um but let's let's preface with uh, you know, I was it last year when um when we were when he made this decision. Yeah, you know, this is before yeah. it His the rookie off, season. The off season. Yeah. Uh so this is about like January, February. We were doing the podcast with like Matt Pence. Yeah, we write it for the for, we used to write for the Seattle Times. He writes for the Seattle Times occasionally, but he's a great. He covers uh, Seattle sports. He was and, great on the pod. We got to get him back. He was great, and he um and we had this discussion with him where you were very vocal about he should go to Germany. Yes, and and and, and when if an American player has an opportunity to play abroad, uh, and especially in the Bundesliga, you you shouldn't pass that up because yeah uh, because of the, the 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 level of play. I and, called him some names. Yeah, you weren't too happy about it. So this, Jermaine Jones's sentiments. Definitely resonated with you, without right. a doubt. You know, you uh, you basically said the same it thing. Kind of validated
0: what I said to some degree. Yes, but what it doesn't make it right or wrong that he didn't or didn't go. It just validated what my thoughts were.
1: Yes, because Jordan Morris obviously did make the decision to stay for, for whatever reason, and the reason the video was funny. Was because of how specific the spe- the details really what we made. The, he could have said anything. <laughs> the dog, the yes. dog thing, and, and we're talking from like a comedy perspective. Jermaine Jones, that's a good bit. That's, that's a funny. Bit. It's, it's a bit. it's a funny, and the way he delivered it. Yeah, I the, would say that joke has legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby, that's a pun. <laughs> but he, yeah, him saying the specifics about you know my uh, and he's doing the character of Jordan Morris and yeah. he, he's definitely like raising his voice a little bit to make yeah. him sound like a little boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh my dad, my my, my dad is the team doctor, and and uh and my girlfriend and my mom just bought my girlfriend and uh, a dog, and it's just like and he's
0: like really and so from so consciously he let out a lot of how he feels about Jordan yes, Morris
1: and from. As a comedian, I'm like, bro, hilarious. Yes.
2: That's your closer.
1: <laughs> That's your closer. I could not stop laughing. It's so funny. Whether it's right or wrong, because Jermaine Jones's opinion on what Jordan Morris does with his life is has not. It should not, mean nothing to Jordan Morris. Exactly. But the video, I mean, it was funny. It the was video just,
0: was funny. It was just, <laughs> and we watched that, and we were like, we actually thought, would people get it? I thought or I mean I don't know if I text this to you, but I'm like, Well, people get that we think this is funny other than we just think it's scathing. You know what I mean? If we didn't add memes. The reason we added memes or or those little gifs was that it sort of lightened the mood. You know what I mean? And you knew and the 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 yes at the end and all that was just like, let's just add like these little quips in here. So you know we're not taking it too seriously. Yeah, because if
1: without if we just Posted and maybe just some caption I I don't think it's that clear what our opinion is right exactly and and I I I think that conveyed that hey we're comedians and we find this funny right Uh, and and it's not like morally like he's not morally bankrupt for saying those things no and he he also is not saying like this guy does coke yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's uh, the uh, Miami Dolphins uh, (laughs) Um, but no the the thing that was just amazing about this, and just really very incredible is the fact that there. This is a teammate. This is a U.S. men's national team. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Like Jordan Morris is like. I mean, uh, you know, Jermaine Jones is like. I'm done. But it, it'd be like if I'm having a conversation and I talk about private conversations I have with you. Like if I'm on Instagram Live and I talk about private conversations that we've had. Yeah. And and it's You're not punched in the face when you walk in <laughs> here. the next day. I I I wouldn't blame Jordan Morris for being upset. No, uh, not at all. He should be upset. Yeah.
0: Uh I also think he should respond. Okay. I see the point in not responding. I, I feel
1: like you you're sort of implying he should respond with like violence,
0: but No, 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 no. no. He should say be, be funnier, you know? Okay. Or be or be honest. Or just come out and be like Just give him yeah. a red card for the Instagram video. Or just be like, you know what? <laughs> I don't give a shit what Jermaine Jones says. I would love to see that. Right now, the the thing that the reason why I say there needs to be a response, I don't think he did, drives up to us. Jermaine Jones now is like, come outside. <laughs> I think the reason he needs to have a response is because the narrative has been this entire time is that he's soft. He's soft for not choosing vertebrae, Yeah, He's but does he need to for rest- staying in college an extra year? Like, He's soft now not responding to this. That's three strikes, my
1: dude. <laughs> Come on. I mean, but that does he need to respond to that. I mean, some people are gonna have that opinion, regardless of You gotta say w- something. Whether he responds, I was like, Oh, yo, bro, your reputation's on the line. Everybody yeah. everybody in gym class is gonna be talking about <laughs> Bobby, you. <laughs> Stacy
0: said that Jenny said that Bobby said that you did not do I shit. don't I don't think Jordan Morris needs to I do. respond to it. Uh, what do you guys I, think? Let us know. Just <laughs> go to seedgeek.com
1: and buy a ticket. <laughs> no, let us know. No, uh, email us. Let us know what you think. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, th- this is why I would say. Uh, so these are the two things at play, right? The US Men's National Team and the MLS. Jordan Morris chose to uh, go uh, to the Seattle Sounders and play in Major League Soccer. So he made the uh one could argue he made a better decision, right? The the Seattle Sounders win the MLS Cup his rookie year uh, and he he was a big reason uh why that happened. A big part of it. So, uh but a lot of times uh and I think this is what the the a lot of the complaints were uh this week or a lot of the the takes were that the players if you play in MLS, you're making the US men's national team weaker. Right. Which I I can't necessarily argue with that. I I think there's uh, some validity. There is something to, that. to be said for that. Sure, I don't know if it's
0: exactly right.
1: Yeah, but, but I get. But, the, but point, I,
0: the point is understood. This is
1: what I would say. I think every player. It's up to them whether they want to make that decision or not. But by Jordan Morris going to MLS, I would say he made the MLS better. He was a big story. He a lot of people were interested in how he yeah. was going to play and. So he, more people were interested in Major League Soccer and the Seattle Sounders. So, if if uh, a lot of people also complaining about like that that this should be a more of a separation between the, the the you know Major League Soccer and the U.S. men's national team because other England uh you know the FA and and the Premier League don't they're not really like trying to look out for each other. Yeah, no, they they have two different jobs, so they shouldn't be in
0: in uh you know I guess collusion. Yeah, I mean, not so, to use so, that word.
1: So this is uh. Jared Kushner for the head of (laughs) the Soccer. Uh, But but these are the things that people have to balance. And the player, uh, you know, on an individual level, shouldn't be the one that's like, do I want the men's national team to be better or do I want the, you know... Yeah, look, oh, the, the, there's that, my league to be better. I don't think there is an answer for the question is if
0: we want the league to be better then these great players have to stay here. Or does that make does that hurt? Then I don't think there's like does that hurt the national team? I don't think there is like an, an exact there is a correlation, but I don't know that there's an exact uh, answer as to what you do. I think it's based on each of the players. Uh, I know Kale also tweeted out like you should not a uh, one player should not care about where the other one chooses to live. You know and I I to some degree like I read that and I'm like well I don't agree that I mean but the,
1: is that there, is there a cute little puppy there cuz I oh I'm my God.
0: I'm, 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 I'm going to live there yeah that's true Is yeah. there a new puppy You know Bremen's like We'll give you 10 puppies What are, what are you talking about Get over here How about what, this the, Come here or we kill One of those 10 puppies <laughs>
1: Is that possible you, th- you know what You you made a, another Like uh, kill puppy joke At the Atlanta United Live show and, yeah. the, and the audience Didn't like it And I imagine People listening right now Are like Alexis you've gone too far Remember Once again How dare you Look I, One day you, you I will get You can't kill fake puppies
0: You gotta I, they, keep that People very upset Very upset uh, you, Whatever Get over <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) guys it doesn't exist Uh, jordan morris is playing with his real puppy right now and bremen probably has those 10 a lot uh what people were looking at that and while i agree with that sentiment it's like you should not care where this person lives well i understand that there are real implications to the national team to say that he would have been better or the u.s would have qualified had he gone uh to Verta bremen completely false but it does to some degree show that there's a slight strain um within the men's national team or with players that are developed here of maybe not taking those chances when given an opportunity, maybe taking the easy way out, which was the point of that video to some degree. It is, I don't know that it probably would have been better for him to go to vertebrae. Bremen. it just says like, look, here's another example of here's something else we can put in that bucket that says, Oh, a player took the easy way out.
1: I mean, it's weird to just label because the label of the easy way out is is what a I'm little su- is a little harsh because Verdi is not. They're not like some Bundesliga powerhouse that, which is why it's easier. For, it, it was infinitely easier for him to go to Seattle.
0: It's infinitely easier, without a doubt. Yes, easy.
1: look, naturally, Nash- it, that it's it, easier, but I don't. I don't want to just say it's the easy way out. The, you know, it's what I mean? the easier it's, way out, which is different. Okay. than the easy Okay, all
0: right. <laughs> because, well, then we figured out we found our common ground here <laughs> because
1: it's the, the Seattle Sounders are not some just pushover club. They're, they're, no, they were a good great. team,
0: and he played well for them, and he was essential in helping them win the MLS Cup, and that's probably great for his confidence. The big issue is that he decided to go home because his dad worked for the team and his mom got him and his girl, a dog according, according to, to, to someone who we probably shouldn't <laughs> trust. But, a- a-
1: according to AP news reporter, yeah, Jermaine yeah, yeah Jones. exactly.
0: Well, he, again, he had two sources, uh, <laughs> so he's allowed to report it. You uh, look at the end of the day, I'm glad Jermaine, uh, Jermaine Jones said that, but I'm also glad Jordan Morris did what he wanted to do. I don't think if if that phone call would have gone a different way and he would have convinced him to go to Werder Bremen, I don't think we necessarily have a stronger team or qualify for the World Cup. I just think that this, for a lot of people, heard this and they were like, look, everything I've been saying is true. Even me, I, I was very vocal about the fact that this is another sign of softness and we have just too much soft. We have too much you know, uh, that, just like that puppy. There's too many of those puppies <laughs> too on the Cuddly, national team, Just
1: furry, furry little and in our
0: system. And, you know, that's actually going away. Like I'm seeing a lot of like, uh, you know, guts and guile out of the players that are in the U-17. This seems to me, I think Jordan Morris and this whole situation seems to me like we're, we're we've turned the corner on this type of player. It seems to me like this is over with. And I point to guys like Haji Wright, who went to the Cosmos so that he can negotiate a deal faster to go to Europe. They're not necessarily going to Europe is a better thing. I'm just saying like there's People that are, you know, actively trying to put themselves in, in what the best position possible for them is for some that may be MLS for some that may not be in this case. I think this was an example where you had an opportunity to go to a club that was maybe probably a little bit harder for him to get starting time in and may have made him better like DeAndre Yedlin did. And he chose not to.
1: OK, I mean, Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, your, your opinion is is valid. I mean, of course it is. It's my opinion. <laughs> there's no. It's also the opinion of SeatGeek.com. <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing uh, uh, wrong with uh, with having that opinion. Uh, you know, it, it's just a matter of I think people were upset with Jermaine because of just just singling out Jordan Morris. Uh, and, and there's a little bit of a. Uh, yeah, I mean, without a doubt, it's like it's it's, it's wildly unprofessional, right? I mean, oh yeah, yeah no. <laughs> that's be crazy, a terrible friend. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. That's your boy. If if Jurgen tells you to call somebody and and have a conversation, and then you just go and, and blab about the conversation you just had with yeah. like it's like if you you know uh, if your superior tells uh, uh tells you to uh, do the the performance review and then you, th- then you post the, the, right, the, 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 the review yeah. on the, on the company's intranet or yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> then it's just like email a memo to everyone <laughs> in the organization. <laughs> then people are going to be like, all right, well that was not, that's not cool. Like you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's not the, not the uh, most prof- professional things to do. And Jermaine, and, and if you're, if you are upset with Jermaine Jones, you have every right to be upset yeah. with Jermaine Jones. what is, refreshing uh at least from my perspective is just the fact that these these sentiments and these uh points of view are exist even within the locker room where where players e- are even critical of each other oh 100% on what on what they choose to do with their lives because they want they want to be on on a strong team and they want they want their their teammate the guy that they're passing the ball to they want him to be as committed to winning and improving their own game as much as uh, they do 100. percent It's one of those things too, where it's like, if I'm doing
0: everything I can, why aren't you doing everything you can? Yeah. And you know, it's, it's something like any partnership, like you and I. You know, like any any partnership, you want both to be pulling an even weight. You know, you want everyone to be working as hard as you are. And if someone else is working harder, you're like, shit, man, maybe I got to pick up the slack. Yeah. So I get it. You know, again, this is locker room stuff. This is also stuff that it's locker room talk. Locker room talk. It was, it was <laughs> a lot You got to was- grab him by the puppy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: so stupid why do you people listen uh, what um uh, what i was saying um before i triggered everyone what i was saying was uh you know in i think this is also a sign that jürgen klinsman was dividing the locker room uh, purposefully, I think this is a sign that the, he had those German guys. Yeah, yeah dividing, he
1: brought in his crew. I, we know where the German guy stood. Yeah, you know, you yeah. know what side he was on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: and uh, there is also a sign that, like uh, this type, this type of stuff gets cleaned out by coaching. Uh, Bruce Arena, I think, in the end took took a shot for the team. He pulled a Mourinho which is when the team is playing badly, I'll be the one that they focus on. Mm-hmm. When the team is playing well, you'll get all the attention and you'll get all the glory, which I think is something a great coach or a great manager does. Uh, I think Bruce Serena tried to do that by saying nothing needs to change, honestly, um, so that it wasn't the focus wasn't on the players. But um, it, it clearly a sign that what he did obviously didn't work. The next coach that comes in has to be someone that uh, not only gets... This whole system in check, but he may need to find a way to build to build this locker room back up. Uh, Maybe these players aren't going to be there and it doesn't matter, but he may need to find a way to unify this uh, this this locker room because it's clearly splintered now, just like it was when players were coming out and complaining about Jurgen Klinsmann. It was all the American players. We're starting to see all these signs that, you know, some of those rumors were true.
1: Yeah, I, I guess the obviously the missing out on the World Cup. There is a, there's an airing out of dirty laundry. We're starting to get to see like what was going on, uh, in the locker room, and 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 just the, I, I it, it's just, missing on the World Cup has sort of changed my, uh, uh, perspective on the players themselves. Uh, and in what and way? Where where. It's, it's, the U.S. men's national team does more than just like play soccer, right? They they they're representative of 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 the country, of the sport, and and the sport within the country, right? Hundred so percent. Every time they go out and play uh, in a World Cup, they they're actively telling the other country, like, "Hey, we're we're better than the last time we were here." And right. and, and soccer in America is 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 growing every day.
0: Yeah. Every ninety minutes adjusts the perception of America as a soccer. So
1: country. we we and I know I did this. Where I would see a US, uh, uh the u s men's national team and I would put them on this pedestal of like n- not only are you just incredible athletes but you're also uh uh ambassadors yes. for for the game uh and and again even within the country so there's a there's a larger responsibility than just what you do on the field yep. So I I think because of that we gave them a lot of leeway. We, we were like, well, the U.S. is a gritty team, heart, and all this stuff, and and find a way to win, find a way to win, and all these things. But I I think especially th- this generation of players, which were uh, the guys that that had been, what, been around for about like about three World Cup cycles, yeah. I think it kind of just got to their head, and I, and there is a. An arrogance, and and this is what I think they lost. Right, where they they went into trend of that, being like, we're gonna win. There's there's no way we're gonna lose this game. Yeah, I mean, it's, so did all the fans though. I of mean, of course, you, know, but, you but, saw but, our video. Uh, but, I but, mean, but it bleeds into even 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 the fans where yeah where we did we couldn't even fathom that they would lose that game. No, so once we beat Panama, if we feel that way, yeah, if we feel that way, there's no way that they, they, they ten times more they, they they that they feel that way. Right, so it it. I think it changed my perception on the, the the you know I I don't see them as like these heroes anymore of the of the game of, of and as much as uh, you know in the past how I saw them as sort of ambassadors and and they were they they were representatives representative of the sport yeah I think that is not conducive to like a, a strong team because when, when, when you start thinking of the, 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 prior world cup cycles and some of the, the, you know, I, I don't really like the, like the, the, the rhetoric of like Jermaine Jones being like, uh, you know, these kids and, you know, back in my day, I, yeah. you know, Alexi Lada sort of did that. And like, these are spoiled. I don't really like that. Cause I, I don't think that's accurate. Right. But the, the, just being, being so like constantly, Proud of them for for you know just I, I guess just making it to the World Cup and and the excitement that we get get from seeing the U.S. play against Cristiano Ronaldo and then and that's enough for us because we don't really expect any much more than that. But when you see the the I think the the, the mentality of the, these gritty teams that played with a lot of heart, you know the. You know, even past teams with Donovan and, and Dempsey and Clint Mathis and uh, the the older teams that were legitimately all they had was heart because everybody was better. Every single at every position, every single player was right. better than them. Yeah. So they had nothing else. But but the the quality of American soccer did grow, and the players d- did gain technical ability ability. And the, some were playing in in, in in you know in Europe and other in other countries. And I think it we just reached that point. Where it was like they just they they stopped playing with that heart and started being like, whoa, we're like we're pretty good now, yeah, right, yeah, we deserve to win. Not, they game. didn't think like we're better, yeah, but it's like they went they stepped on the pitch with like. We can keep up with these guys. Yeah, we don't have to gut it out anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, we don't have
1: to chase that ball. We don't have to do this. We don't have to win the 50-50 balls. I mean, and look, look at the the goal that the the second goal Trinidad scored, which was a, a look, a screamer, screamer. Yeah, which was, is like um amazing it's a go last so any anywhere anywhere on any pitch. <laughs> but why did that goal happen? You know, like it just uh, players didn't collapse. To they didn't collapse. Him. I yeah. mean, you saw Darlington Nagbe kind of give like give up on the initial pass, like you know, like went to him. Michael Bradley didn't... Nobody really rushed. No center back came forward to stop that shot because, again... Nobody yeah. Even yeah. It didn't even cross their mind That he they was like This guy could do that I didn't yeah. What's his FIFA rating Yeah Like yo pump his car Cause I don't know If this Stop is Stop this right. game real quick <laughs>
0: Stop this game real quick
1: Someone go Someone open up Foot Foot <laughs> Yeah foot. I wanna the, the The US team would. That was the moment They rage quit You yeah. know what I mean yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. They're like No this game is. There's a glitch dude. Yeah so we'll just hang up We're just gonna, we're just gonna cut And then <laughs> we'll come is, back i would just unplug The internet yeah. connection I'll make a sandwich I'll come back It's all good <laughs> And then we'll get back to it Yeah um, so yeah, I, I think that th- that loss has sh- definitely changed how I look at the men's national team, and i they they don't they no longer get that you know that admiration. Yeah, and that this it's specific to that group,
0: though. I, I completely agree with sure. you. I think once this new crew comes in, which we're all really excited to see, I think I think the the feeling is going to be a bit more optimistic. But there's going to be that tinge of well, you need to prove it before we really.
1: Make them earn really, it, yeah. Make yeah. them earn it, I mean, that, and that's what the World Cup is. You have to earn your spot there, yeah. Uh, and and yeah, nobody's entitled to go. Uh, the the CONCACAF, you know, for uh, the US being in CONCACAF, there's there's really no excuse because the the rules essentially are there to benefit the yeah. United States, so that they make sure that they get there. Because the US not making it to the World Cup It's bad for the World Cup. It's bad for the World Cup. Yes, there, we have. What, three three hundred 350 million people yeah. to like 400 almost? Yeah. We have so many people. It's just the audience. Even if the yeah. US is playing, uh, I you know, uh, Egypt or whatever, yeah. Do yeah. you know how many millions more viewers they yeah. get to watch that game? So the, the FIFA. Money wise. Money wise.
0: Feel like, yeah, we get so much more
1: sponsorships because America is paying attention. Yeah. I, 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 and FIFA does not want the US missing the World Cup. Like, Please, everyone, please be completely aware of that. I mean... I also thought... I'm like, they're going to find a way to put America in. They're going to...
0: Something. Someone's going to be yeah, because or, Yeah,
1: because they were saying the Panama game against uh, Costa that, Rica. That ghost goal, yeah. That ghost goal, which... I mean, it didn't go in. What are you going to do? Oh, it clearly <laughs> did not go in. <laughs> no. But, but whatever. The U.S. wins their game, and... And we're not talking about that.
0: Yeah. We don't need other. We shouldn't need other countries to help us get there. We should just do it ourselves. And we had the opportunity to do that. We didn't. But yeah, I honestly thought I'm like, oh, come on. You know, Infantino was going to be like, I got this. <laughs> don't worry about it. Pack your bags. You're going to Russia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I look and also uh, what I'm kind of glad is that this happened now, um, because if this if if we would have snuck in. I did, I wanted America to make the World Cup. I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea. But now that we're here, and I'm I'm seeing all these conversations being had about changes that need to be made and and what needs to be adjusted, I'm kind of to part of me, it's like, all right, look, it's a little bit of spring cleaning here. You know, yeah. we get a chance to really look at what's happening. Maybe Sunil Gulati stays. Maybe he doesn't. I think he. I think his time is clearly up. Uh, Business wise, great. Yeah, look, we have a hundred million dollars in surplus. Cool. All right. Yeah, look, you did a good job there footballing-wise, we are stronger than we were back then, but we are clearly not where we need to be if we're missing a World Cup. But I look at that and I say, this is an opportunity for us to really, hopefully, we take this opportunity and we look at the silver lining and say, look, why don't we take a step back and see what, what, did, what have we done that's worked, what have we done that's not, and fix the things that are not working. This does not mean You know, there's a lot of people on the internet, especially on Reddit, they're like, Oh, okay, we didn't make the World Cup, so tomorrow we get promotion relegation. We're good now. (laughs) That's not the way it works. And there's a lot of countries with promotion relegation that did not make the World Cup, Chile being one of them. Okay. So that's not necessarily a quick fix, but there are things that the reason why people want promotion relegation is for a lot of other things. Some of those other things are really important and need to be implemented right away, or at least within these next few years, because what you'll find out is the changes we make today have an effect in a cycle or two. We need to start making those changes now so that when it gets to, you know, Qatar or when it gets to our world cup, 2026, which I know isn't guaranteed, but looks like it's going to happen when it gets to that. We should be much stronger. The second time we hosted a world cup, about 30 years later, we should be able to walk in there and be a much stronger team than we were in 1994. So hopefully those things, those changes are made, whatever. Look, we're here now. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, what are you going to do? The house you lived in burnt down. What are you going to do? Go back in there and try to live in there? No,
1: right? <laughs> Speak on it, sis. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Yo. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I think the the saddest uh, thing about all this. Uh, I mean, I don't know. If it's, I mean, it's pretty sad, but it's a, it's a little weird. The 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 Gulati uh, negativity, which it, which is totally rational, but apparently he's like been getting like legit like death threats and like, oh weird yeah. Stuff like that, and it's like, well, all right, you're taking it. That's I mean, a that's a step too far. Take it, you take, yeah. t- turn it down a little bit. It's- Reddit, calm down, <laughs> Red- calm down. Reddit. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, he's he's at after all the president, whatever he is, the head of the president. I think he's the president of the USSF. Yeah, yeah. Uh, voluntary position, non-paid position. It's a voluntary position. He I'm makes just, no money doing it. I'm be, yeah, you say
1: you say it's no money, but it's like. I mean, deals, cut it, cut. And I mean, some, yeah, he's like, look, like, you those know. little skim, let me just get a little off the top of that. Know, like, my apartment hooking... door
0: shows up all of a sudden a bag full of money. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. But no, clearly, look, it's not a paid position. It's a volunteer position, which is why a lot of people don't want it. Um, I've spoken to some people who I think uh, could be the president and they say they don't want it because it's unpaid. Um you're, he's a, he's a he's who, are you, who a, are you talking to, oh, I was talking could, to I was possibly, possibly no <laughs> seriously I was I legit was I legit was I honestly think the guy that did that like, let, like let me look,
1: the look through contacts <laughs> in your phone I, I don't believe it no for real
0: I uh, honestly uh, I was and everyone was like no or the two people I spoke to were like no uh, it's not paid I don't want to do it so uh, you know, this guy's an economics professor at Columbia. Don't death threat. That's not what we need. <laughs> but let him know you're unhappy. Let him know he does not belong. Stop having this other job. Stop volunteering.
1: <laughs> stop, or stop, uh, wait, wait, which one? the other job is the U.S. soccer uh, yeah. president? Okay, yeah. Yeah,
0: stop doing that other job. Go back to Columbia. Be the
1: professor. It's a good gig. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, look, we'll we'll recover. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know how long we, uh, I mean, this is going to be an ongoing conversation. By the way, the next World Cup is 48 teams the the next one the yeah. 2022 yeah so, so then I mean we're fine <laughs> we're going with that confidence yeah. oh we'll probably be in there fine we end up fifteenth in Concacaf you saw <laughs> you saw Trinidad's pitch <laughs> ain't going nowhere we're fine
0: <laughs> everybody relax oh, we ma- miss
1: one imagine we miss a 48 team World Cup imagine Infantino <laughs> be like we we have a, yeah, there's no other way to do this there's no other way
0: we'd have to just give you the golden ticket
1: it, it, it just have to be well we're gonna have a 384 team team <laughs> yeah, woke up, yeah. and that's it. Every country's yeah. in. Antarctica it. beat
0: us? <laughs> How is that possible?
1: <laughs> oh man. I uh, uh, look, guys, there's a
0: lot of positives that will come out of this. We don't know what they are now, okay? But, but we
1: will be talking to Matthew Doyle. Uh, and and hopefully we can make some sense of, he will shine wh- a bit more yes, of what the future of US soccer will look like and, and what what to do now. Because it, it's really that's really what it that's the really the only question at hand It's like, what do we do now? What do we do? Where do we go? What do we do? (laughs) And for all of you who may be listening for the first time,
0: uh, you're probably thinking, I thought this thing was three segments. Why have they been talking for about 40 something minutes? (laughs) Ah, welcome to the Kooligans. If you are just listening to us for the first time, uh, you found us because of the video or because of this uh, World Cup loss or anything. uh, Hopefully we've made you laugh up till now. That's what we're going to keep trying to do. So look, this is going to be an uncomfortable four and a half years. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But that's what we're here for. Okay. So we're here to make you laugh. So let's talk to matt doyle he's probably going to try to make it live too he's a great dude he knows a ton more than we do um even though we we were right one of us <laughs> was right
1: i don't know if you know this yeah and if you don't know matthew Doyle, he's uh he writes for mls he's uh he does those uh mls analyst uh, videos and he's just a dude he's i mean he's one of the i'm not even exaggerating he's one of the more brilliant minds of american soccer mm-hmm. i mean for sure easily uh yeah. I mean, what more is there to say? He's a co worker of mine now. Uh,
0: so, you know, the water cooler. I'm like, yo, Maddie, you want to get on the pod? You want to after work? I'm going to jump on the pod. Exactly. So, we'll be right back after this. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Cooligans. Uh, we just want to talk to you about our new sponsor. Yeah,
1: we've mentioned it a little bit up top. Yeah, the show. I, you might have heard of it. You might have heard of <laughs> you it. You might hear it again. SeatGeek. SeatGeek uh, is sponsoring the show. We're really excited to be working with them. They are the official ticketing partner of Major League Soccer. And if you want to get tickets for not just major league soccer games but like concerts, concerts yeah events maybe there's like a hot ted talk you want to go to yeah
0: you want to go to ted talk or you know like <laughs> a lot of especially the the reason i use SeatGeek is sometimes there's like an event that i think my mom would want to go to or someone else would want to go to and i don't you know know not, i don't know a lot about it i don't know where to get those tickets all you have to do is go to SeatGeek, geek and they find the tickets across other stuff yeah so they'll help you get the best deal at the best possible price for those things,
1: exactly. It's pretty great. It's pretty smart. It's a, it's a it's a smart system.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love it. And they got an app, which is how I use it. I mean, what, what do you want me to do? Go get my laptop? I'm oh not goodness. doing that. No. Power on. We got to charge my battery. Ugh. You know, I mean, I'm not doing it. So
1: I ain't so, got no time for that.
0: If you want to hear something cool, if you put the word Cooligans into the promo code area, whether you're using the website or the app, SeatGeek is going to give you twenty dollars off your first order.
1: Yeah. So that's a good deal. Cool, Come on. You, now. Just use the promo code Cooligans. You'll be supporting yourself. You'll be supporting geek and more importantly you'll be supporting us
0: you'll be supporting us which would be huge so you're gonna give yourself 20 bucks to help us think about that you're giving yourself money to help us so if you have to buy tickets maybe you're thinking about a gift uh, for the holidays for a family or friend um, you want to get them tickets to an event that's coming up maybe a, a comedy
1: show that we're a part of also yeah
0: maybe how about this <laughs> you just saved yourself 20 bucks and you helped us
1: out also you know the the uh, MLS is uh going into playoff uh, yeah. playoff season so, uh, you know, some, sometimes some of those tickets are tough to get because, uh, you know. Not for SeatGeek, they not, ain't. Not for SeatGeek. So go to SeatGeek.com, use a promo code Cooligans, and we'll see you at a playoff
0: game. Yeah, that's right. So go to SeatGeek, get yourself $20 off a purchase. Purchase MLS if you want, purchase something else, get yourself 20 bucks off because you use Cooligans.
1: yeah baby. We're back. We are, we are back, and we we're here uh, having having the conversation we don't want to have. yeah, we do not want to have this we we want to stop talking about this. We want this to go away. Nothing more would make me happier than to not have this man on the show right yeah, now,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> having this person on the show has ruined my my the next four years uh listen I you know we had a conversation before. this is the part due. this is the conver <laughs> this is the follow up to that conversation we talked about. Would it be positive? Can we find any positive if the U.S. were to be bounced out of the World Cup or not make the World Cup, not qualify? And this guy basically said, everyone who thinks that is an idiot, uh, we agreed. <laughs> and unfortunately, we are here now. Uh, so unless you're driving, put your hands together for one of my favorite people in the world and now a coworker of mine. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Matthew Doyle. Maddie, what's up, man? It's good to be
3: back, guys. Oh, wait, no. It freaking sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: We don't want you here either, man. <laughs> all right. Look, let's let's do it up front. Let's figure it out. Let's just talk about it. We're here now. There's been a lot here, of conversation. We're here
1: now so that Alexis can say, I told you so. No, say it. <laughs> I mean, first of all,
0: I kinda look, you know what's funny? Even though I wasn't right, I kinda have to be right now because the whole point was what it, this will be a positive, it has to be a positive. Now mm-hmm. we cannot take any steps further back. Okay, we don't, we're not gonna, we're not gonna point blame, we're not gonna say that so and so, we're not gonna say who it is. We did not qualify for the World Cup. There were a lot of red flags that said that mm-hmm. this might happen, in particular, missing other competitions previously with this squad. Here we are now. What should the American fan hold on to? What is that branch on the side of the cliff? that we can hold on to right now. Is there anything?
3: There is. All right. So you you made a good point about there being a lot of red flags and the the red flags didn't start under Jurgen Klinsmann and they didn't start under Bruce Arena. I mean, they were there full all along under both those guys, but the the red flags started like 10 years ago because after that 2007 U 20 group, uh, the U S stopped producing very good, uh, youth national teams For for whatever reason There was just a lull in in Top level players Now some of that ended up being bad luck We we lost a guy in Nevin Subotich who, who would have helped a lot in defense uh, Injuries with uh, Stu Holden Freddie Adu never developed And I know like, Freddie Adu is a punchline now But we all remember how good he was In that 2011 Gold Cup final against Mexico And, and that pass staying. against Panama Mm-hmm like, he's, Freddie, you do have to, like, for, for whatever reason, though, there wasn't enough coming up after that. And, and you could see it in the U-17, U-20, and, and of course, the, the Olympic teams that, that missed out on the last two, uh, on, the, on the last two Olympics. Those red flags were there. And, and I thought, honestly, I thought, and frankly, we did, we had enough talent to to get through it and make the world cup anyway and tied us over until this next group. But we actually didn't.
0: Yeah. No, it turns <laughs> and, out we did not.
3: <laughs> yeah. It turns out that's incorrect. <laughs> the, the, the branch I'm holding onto on the side of the cliff is, is the performance of the last two U 20 national teams, 2015. They made it to the quarterfinals with a really good, very defensive team. Matt Miazga, Cameron Carter Vickers, Keller uh, Costa was on that team Marquis Delgado Russell Canals who's with DC now was supposed to be the captain but he got injured just before like that was a good team Paul Areola's already made the jump to the, the full national team that was a good team they made the quarterfinals then this last group made the quarterfinals again which in the history of the US national team program n- there's never been back to back quarterfinals in the, the U15 or the U20 World Cup so th- there's that and like if you look all over the world, there's correlation between strong U20 teams, and you're about to have a strong decade of national team performance. Um, and Then you add on top of it, this upcoming U17 group will be the core of the next U20 group. Uh, a lot of talented attackers there, and it suddenly does look bright. But like, this is our this is our long dark tea time of the soul, man. Like this, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like. Maybe it gets better in a couple of years if we win the Gold Cup and, you know, end up qualifying for Confederations Cup. And maybe we have another strong U-20 World Cup. And maybe in 2020 we do some stuff in Copa America. Like that would be like, oh, okay, All right. It was it was just one cycle and that sucks. But we're through it now. Um, But like we're going to have to wait 24 months to figure out if that's the case. Um, and it's gonna be a long 24 months now, it's going to be a long 24 months now
1: now that i mean we we've, we've talked about it a bunch and it it has been pretty uh depressing and I don't want to spend too much time uh looking on or talking about what exactly went wrong but you you were talking about how uh how important that that u20 group uh, uh is towards the, the the future of uh the future of the of the senior team and and the the, the senior team itself did have a very older, squad Mm -hmm. There was just an older uh the older average age is there when i i i heard someone talking about that and i was thinking like well why would that even from uh from bruce arena's perspective like why would that even be the best decision because all the all the other uh national teams that they're playing against it's like these 32 year old guys 31 year old guys against like 23 24 year olds i'm like they're probably going to get beat just from uh, from an athletic perspective. So, well, yeah, what was the the, the uh, thought process behind not bringing up some of the younger guys uh, just
3: for for the sake of maybe even just pace? Well, it just so it's clear, Panama has the super old team, um, and Panama they got third place. Um, they're like their their team is actually older than us, and Honduras, other than Albert Elise and, and uh, the kid Lozano, they're not. A particularly young team either and generally in CONCACAF experience wins uh, there aren't you know there haven't been a lot of Landon Donovan's in, in the history of this conference guys who just go out there at age 19 20 and, and figure it out and, and understand how to deal with the physicality and the gamesmanship and all the, you know all the bullshit that you, you get in, in in CONCACAF so I think that was I think that was Bruce's uh, idea I think that's what he was sort of banking on. And it's not a surprise. Bruce has always been pretty conservative when it comes to bringing new blood into teams. Um, and I don't think, honestly, I don't think it was old legs that, that killed us. I think it was a, a really poor tactical decision. And like, you know, never go, never get into a land, law, a land war in Asia, never go against a Sicilian when death is on the line, and never play an open game on the road in CONCACAF.
2: And, yeah. and
3: we completely <laughs> play an open game on the, like I it, think
1: I read, I read that in the art of war. I think it was,
3: it was just such an arrogant choice from Bruce. And like, I like, I, I would have started five men in the midfield, whether it was a three, five, two, or, you know, four, two, three, one, put five in the midfield, get that second guy in there next to Bradley to win second balls and, and stop trying to Tobago. And I know we're getting into the into the weeds here and you guys didn't want to do that, but like, I was like, let's not, let's not mistake this Bruce arena, who up until Tuesday was the greatest coach in U S national team history. Really screwed up. He really, really screwed up. We only needed
0: a draw. You can't park the bus.
3: (laughs) And he, he went out there thinking that we're going to stomp a mud hole in him and, and, and we lost because of it. And that's like, that's going to be the first thing that is on Bruce arena's biography Pretty much forever now.
0: Well, look, you brought up his name. Um, he is Brooklyn Bruce to us. Okay. Now uh, he's, now he's just Bruce. I know. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, we might even name him Bronx Bruce. That's upset. Bayonne Bayon Bruce over there. Uh, the question I have is there's a lot of frustration in the fans. I and mean, when you talked a little bit about sort of the future that's coming up, you've done a great job of it on Twitter and in your articles. Um, he said when he was done that nothing needs to change. Am yeah, I crazy to cool. think he's crazy?
3: <laughs> no, you're not crazy. That was just a ridiculous thing for him to say. And like I, have never been in a situation where he was, where like all his life dreams just shattered and his, you know, his legacy became tarnished forever. So like maybe I would say something stupid too. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but I, obviously things need to change, and it, it it starts with better scouting and better coaching um, at every level.
0: Yeah. It reminded yeah, me when the, uh, when my doctor told me my blood pressure was high, I was like, okay, I'll take the locks off the bagels. And she's like, you need to sit down. <laughs>
3: gonna be,
0: we're
1: gonna have to do just a tad more. Nothing, needs to, right. Nothing exactly. needs to change.
0: Nothing needs to change. Like
1: you,
3: you could like, that is one of the causes. Like maybe you're ha- You have a little too much sodium in your diet. You are a New Yorker, but like I, there's, there's a lot of other stuff that, that's going on. And right. I, I, I do think I mean, coaching is a big part of it, and, and part of the reason I'm, I'm so stoked about this U17 team. And usually, I try not to pay too much attention to U17s because they are just children. But like, James Sands is playing for Patrick Vieira. You know, it, 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 Carlton and Goslin are playing for Tata Martino. Gloucester is playing for Jesse Marsh. These guys are really good coaches, really, really, really good coaches. And that hasn't, there haven't been a lot of really, really, really good coaches in MLS and in youth soccer in the U S over the years. And I think that's starting to slowly change, but if you want to do the like key command to fish thing, we need better coaching at all levels. If you get that success follows.
0: Is that, is that the one change you think if you were, if you were granted one change for the American system, would that be it? Would you say better coaching at a, at a lower level?
3: Uh, It's tough because like a, You know, more free-to-play academies would also be good, right? Um, You know, just better scouting and identification. Like, we have some real problems identifying kids in certain environments, whether they're too rural or too urban or too ethnic.
0: Can't we just go Um, buy other people scouts? Like, at nice. what point do we realize can we have all can we, the money? Can we draft
3: scouts? Is that yeah.
0: possible? How about this? The MLS Super Draft for scouts. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. No, I, actually, U.S. Soccer kind of did that. Two years ago, they signed, they, they recruited and and signed the guy behind the Azad Alkmaar Academy in, in the Netherlands, which is one of the best academies in, in that country. It produces yeah. a ton of guys who get sold on. He's the technical director of... The USSDA, which produces all these kids that are playing on the U 20s and on the 17s. So there, there is stuff like that happening. And there was an initiative earlier this year to increase like fivefold the number of national scouts employed by the USSF. But it's a, it's a process, man. It's not going to happen overnight. Just like, just like, I mean, USSDA started 10 years ago, and we're really starting to see it rev up now. Well, 10 years seems like the right timeline for this part of the project as well. Oh,
1: now boy. Matt, I mean this uh, all this soccer stuff is very important, but let's get to the real news. The mm-hmm. Jermaine Jones shade thrown <laughs> on Instagram live. <laughs> I mean, we we I don't know if you saw the the little clip that we made. We were having uh some fun with it, but it was uh clearly a uh I think a new thing. I mean, I know for me personally watching that, I was I was just like, "Wow, I've never seen uh, uh, especially uh, a a US you know, national team player speak like this so candidly and probably went clear little... that it was on his way out too. He was like, yeah, well, then I'm going
0: to burn this whole thing with, <laughs> take it all down with me. But,
1: uh, so I mean, what was th- your response to that to, to even the the specifics, uh, that he mentioned? Cause I, I don't think everything he said was wrong. Uh, but what, what do you think of his approach in, in doing that?
3: The approach is like the approach I, I just from a, entertainment standpoint i loved it <laughs> right. you know like of course we want athletes to speak their mind more and rip each other and, and be petty as hell like that's yes <laughs> god, like, god yes more of that all the time please but like i i like you said i mean he clearly knows that he's done and and you know goodbye so <laughs> let's burn some bridges on the way out and i, I thought it was i mean it, it was shitty to, to just call out one guy and everybody's pretending like you know the Morris situation and the Pulisic situation are the same thing and they're not Christian Pulisic was a world elite 15 16 year old player being recruited by a team with at worst the second best academy in in the Bundesliga that's different than being a 21 year old guy coming out of three years of college who literally the worst team in the Bundesliga is trying to sign on a pittance of a contract. Like there's just two different levels of investment there. And I like, I'm just, I'm uncomfortable with judging anybody for saying, you know what? I kind of want, I'm, I kind of want to stay with my family. I'm going to play in front of 45,000 people every weekend. It's at a good level. I can, I know I'm going to get like, Jordan Morris was at a point in his career where he needed to get games, and he got games with the Sounders. It doesn't mean he was handed a starting job because they bounced him all over that front line and said, you're not the number nine unless you show some more stuff, and that's continued into this year. But, like, I, I, I don't know. I thought that was, I thought that was wrong it, it, of Jones. It's, it's just not, and, and equating it with the Pulisic situation or the McKinney situation, it's not the same thing. It's just not. Um, it is a bit made, of a lightning
0: rod, though, for people who have made the comment, me included, that mm-hmm. they feel that sometimes because of the way the system is and that a lot of the American players that are coming through um, sort of have very comfortable situations, that um, some of our players can tend to be soft.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that was yeah, a bit yeah. of a lightning rod. You know, when they heard that, they were like, see, we're 100 percent right. Again, I'm just talking about yeah. what me and my friends I were mean, saying.
3: <laughs> I don't. Yeah, right. I, I mean, do, do you remember the way Timmy Chandler played for the U.S. national team? you yeah. remember the way John Brooks played for the U.S.? And I think John Brooks is worth every bit of the $20 million that Wolfsburg paid for him. But do you remember the way he played against Costa Rica? Yeah. Do you remember the way it, it, Costa Rica last year? Do you remember the way Fabian Johnson didn't even contest that 50-50 ball in central midfield? that led to Marco Urania's goal, the game winner against the U.S. at Red Bull Arena. Like, don't tell me that playing in the Bundesliga automated, automatically makes you a tough guy, because those guys are soft as shit. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it shows all the time when they play in CONCACAF. So, I, look, this, this cycle, this group, had a problem with being soft. I don't see that in the next guys coming up. I don't see that from Acosta. I don't see that... From Paul Ariola. I definitely don't see that from Matt Miazga, who's a son of a bitch out there. So I, I think, it, honestly, I think it was just a blip. I think it was a one cycle thing. Um, and I don't, like, honestly, I, like people called Landon Donovan soft for 15 years, but Landon Donovan kept making the World Cup, kept winning the Gold Cup, kept, yeah, I mean, he had five goals in 12 World Cup appearances. Ronaldo or Rooney would kill to have that kind of fucking, or whoever you want to say, would kill to have that kind of record in the Gold Cup. So I, I just, or in the World Cup. So I, I don't, I don't think you can draw the, the one-to-one cor- correlation causality um, the way that Jermaine did. But I don't think Jermaine was trying to think about it scientifically. I think he was just <laughs> <a> trying <scientist. laughs> Well, like flamethrower and just let it go. Well, J-
1: Jermaine Jones calling anybody, like compared to Jermaine Jones, everybody's soft. You know, he's, yeah. so he's a red card machine, that dude. Uh, he
0: could have just know, said, like, Jordan I, Morris has never two-footed somebody for no reason. He's the guy's soft. You're like, no, Jermaine, you should have never done
3: that either. You guys, you guys have a different take on, on Jermaine. Uh, Jermaine is very, very sensitive. He's a very, very sensitive young man uh, when he is criticized.
0: Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah, no, that guy's think, got no thick skin whatsoever.
3: He has he has the thinnest skin of any athlete I have ever spoken with or been spoken to by. Wow. So I will, ever.
1: Jeez, all right.
3: That well, says a lot. We well, gotta even, talk to Jermaine Jones. Yeah, even
1: even do. Matthew Does naming names. All right. Yeah. It's not just it's not just Jermaine Jones out here. Buddy, Matt, get on uh, Instagram
0: live. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, right. let us throw some memes next to it. <laughs> Uh, you've mentioned a bunch of the great players that are coming through. Some of them uh, two in particular, we keep hearing a lot. Brandon Vincent, um, RSL Academy, if I'm not mistaken, and Tyler Adams from the rebel Academy, uh, these names and uh, Tyler Adams had a wonderful play uh, this past weekend as well. Uh, what is it about these players? That's different from the players that have been uh, developed in the past in MLS um, and are th- are these part of and Carlton as well? Andrew Carlton is, yeah. is in the MLS Academy as well. I guess you know it's the first year, but I guess the same he was developed in America. Are these the guys that are going to carry us in the future?
3: Well, Vincent, just to correct, Vincent was a draft pick out of Stanford, and he, he plays for Chicago now. Chicago, uh, he's a left, yeah, the left back, and he, you know, he came the very traditional route. You know, he, he he's, was a you know star player as a youth, and and went to a good college and played there. I think it was he did his whole four years there and was, you know, a top three draft pick. Um, he struggled last year, but he's he's been very, very good this year getting forward. I don't think he's a he's not a program changing talent, um, but he's a nice, good left back. And we never have enough of those uh, Adams, maybe Carlton, a kid like Jonathan Gonzalez, who's starting from Monterey down in in Mexico, hopefully McKinney, um, definitely Pulisic. These guys have the look of more program changing talents. And with Adams in particular, it's his recognition on both sides of the ball. Um, now he has the other stuff too. I mean, he had a, a through ball against Vancouver two weekends ago. Now uh, on a goal for Bradley Ray Phillips. I mean, go look up that highlight. If you can find it. Um, it was spectacular, but his, his awareness is 360 degrees and is nonstop. There's, the difference between leagues like MLS and leagues like the top five in the world is that you get a moment to think about things in MLS far too often in the Bundesliga, in the EPL, in La Liga, in Syria, in Ligue you don't get that. You you just don't. Adams plays like a player from one of those leagues. Pulisic obviously does. I think Carlton shows it as well. Um, even though he is still too young to really say. And McKenney obviously does. And Jonathan Gonzalez does. For, I mean, he's an Ozzy Alonso clone. So it's that awareness. It's that ability to never switch off, to win the, you win the game in transition. You, you win, you, uh, when the ball is lost, it's not a moment to stop. That's a moment to, to, to ins- assert yourself on the game. And these guys, these younger players, they have that ability in a way that a lot of the guys who've come out of college over the years simply don't. Um, and I think that's the big step for, for us soccer as a whole to start creating more and more of those. And again, it gets back to the coaching thing. The only way you do that is if you get better coaches at every level, that is the big step for us soccer.
1: Well, I think after, after watching uh, the, the U 17s put a, put a nickel on uh, Paraguay, I think. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic because, yeah, Carlton Goslin, uh, way, uh, way, way, way a to, monster to, <laughs> the, I mean, it looks great. So, I mean, I think, I, especially at this moment, now, everyone, it, way more people are paying attention to the U17 World Cup, and just, really? to, just to quell the, just these feelings and and, and give us a, a little bit of a uh, uh, you know uh, hope again. Yeah, we uh, should do a tifo that just says, "We need this, guys." <laughs> <laughs> And by the way, I think I was think
0: I would think I was thinking of Justin Glad, by the way, over at RSL. Yeah. Yeah, yeah who's he's, another he's, another good defender.
3: Yeah, no, I mean he's a he's a center back. I don't think he's as good as Miazga, but I, I don't think he's that far off. He needs to get, you know, fifteen pounds of muscle over the winter. And and I mean, he's twenty years old and, and he's been one of the best center backs in the league for the last two years. It says a lot about him.
0: Uh, you mentioned uh, Gonzalez over at Monterey. Uh, yeah. He has a chance to play for Mexico. Us missing the so, World uh, Cup, does that mean we lose him?
3: Uh, he has been steadfast um, over the last four years that he is a, a U.S. player. And, and he played for us at, at the youth levels. He, I think he turned down a couple of call-ups from Mexico at youth levels. Um, but Mexico, I mean, Mexico, they're not stupid. They're seeing what yeah. this kid's doing every week. They know he has dual citizenship, uh, and they're putting on the press to to try to get him. And they made the World Cup, and we didn't. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, that's a, it's a pretty big incentive, and it also means we we don't have a chance to cap him for two years. Oof. The next time, the next the next official competition we play is the 2019 Gold Cup, so. Whatever your thoughts are on Jonathan Gonzalez, prepare to have him for a good long while because chances are he's going to be um, up in the air for for the you know until the middle of 2019.
0: I have an idea. How about a bullshit competition like the Cooligans Cup? <laughs> <laughs> How do we get to FIFA?
3: There is a strong argument to to for like the U.S. and Chile and Netherlands and oh, yeah. you know Ghana. To have a like the ni the World Cup nit yeah yeah the almost World Cup uh, call it the, the group of death.
1: Yeah. yeah the Cassie the Cassie the, World <laughs> Cup it should be the group of dead yeah. well and it's uh, so a uh, uh, just the last question what in um in maybe a quick estimation what are what do you think are the consequences uh of this of us missing the world cup just uh if you can wrap it up what are the things that we should be the most
3: sad about (sighs) i mean i i I became a fan of the game for real with the 1990 world cup you know and and i know a lot of my colleagues with andrew weeby was 2006 and with other guys it was some earlier and and some later and and you, you create a generation of new fans Every time you play in the World Cup, even if you play like crap, like in 98, you create new fans um, and you create new players and you get just better access to the game. And, and the fact that we're not going to have that, oh, that really, that really bums me out. That's one. And part two is that guys like Miazga and Kellen Acosta and, you, you know, uh, Weston McKenney and Tyler Adams could have and maybe even would have been there next summer on the world's greatest sporting stage under the brightest spotlight, hopefully playing well. And these are guys who were developed the right way. They were, they're local guys who played at their local academies and for free, right? They didn't have to pay money to play soccer and having them out there doing that would have been such a powerful message about the right way to develop players. In this country, and frankly in Canada as well, um, it, I think it could have changed things. It could have fundamentally changed the way a lot of people view the game, and a lot of the w- the way that a lot of people view talent identification. And now, I mean, it would have been proof of what works. And now we're going to have to wait until 2022 at the earliest for that kind of proof. And that sucks. It, it, it rolls back the clock on a lot of the good stuff that's happening, um, and that is just killing me.
0: Well, listen, Matt, I mean, we couldn't have said it better ourselves, uh, probably because we don't have the vocabulary, but uh...
1: <laughs> Wait, well, one last thing, you don't even have, maybe a yes or no question. Uh, Gulati, do you think he has anything to do with uh, this, this result or does it matter if he's there or not? Does it matter who who's at the top or it, it's, it's fine if he's reelected and he stays uh, ahead hey, look, of US I, I, soccer?
2: But-
3: uh, I, I'm not going to call for, for his job. Plenty of other people have done that. I, I think that there is an election in February, and I hope everybody uh, participates like hell and sends their emails and uh, you know, sends their, t- their tweets and texts and, and everything else that you have to, to let people know how you feel. Um, I do think that a U.S. soccer structure as a whole needs a rethink. And uh, part of it is probably adding a general manager position, uh, more of a, a, a pure soccer guy rather than the sort of business end that Sunil has frankly done very, very well. Um, we, we need – U.S. soccer at this point is – they make money. Um, and that is a huge – like that's a huge thing. In the 100 years that soccer has existed in this country, nobody figured out how to make money until the last 10. And, and the, the fact that it's happening now – suggest that you know good things are going to happen in the future but like there needs to be a stronger soccer component to that and so far there is well
0: we would vote for you if we could yeah uh, no,
3: that would be a mistake be.
0: <laughs> well listen at uh, mls cup final you uh the three of us will have a nice uh, dark liquor uh, extra time uh, radio episode without the microphone sound good
3: <laughs> that sounds good to me that's a date
0: thank you so much for uh, calling in uh, and guys we'll be right back after this
1: Hey, what's up, guys? Christian here. I just want to let you know real quick about Mac Weldon. You want some dope underwear? You want some great socks? You want some... Incredibly comfortable undershirts where like your girl is resting on your chest and she's like, man, this is this is so soft. I want to lay here forever. Uh, you want you want something like that? Well, you got to go to MacWeldon. Go to MacWeldon.com. Get the most comfortable underwear, uh, you know, socks, uh, underneath clothing you will ever uh, ever need in your life. So go to MacWeldon.com. Use the promo code Cooligans, and you're gonna get twenty percent off. Uh, MacWeldon.com is really easy to shop. They have amazing products, quality gear. So uh, hurry. Up and go to MacWeldon.com.
0: Yeah, baby. Thank you, Matthew Doyle. Matt Doyle crushed it every time.
1: Always brings the heat. He does not he does not hold back. You know, this is
0: why I told MLS to hire him. Yeah. They were asking me because co-worker. Co-worker, yes. And I, so I was just say, like,
1: hey, do I recommend any recommendations for I was like, uh, have you heard of, heard of this guy? I heard he can analyze some <laughs>
0: things. Honestly, I mean, what I like about him too is that he's not unapologetic, but he's like, look this is the reality of it, but also it doesn't need to be this whole big thing either you get what I'm saying yeah like he's like, yeah we don't have to go to the sky but we also don't need to stay right here either you know yeah and I like that it's a very pragmatic approach
1: he's a realistic man yeah <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> realistically he's a man yeah 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 he but no it, it you know what I do like and, and a lot Tell of times what you like bro. uh what what I I'm generally concerned about because Matt has been on the show more than anyone else. I think this is like his fourth time. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's kind of our go-to. He's our go-to, but what, what I, he is kind of the
0: third host of extra time radio (laughs) too. Like we should probably find another main guy. guy.
1: (laughs) But what I do like is that every time he's on the show, it doesn't, it it always feels like the first time we're talking. Do you know what I mean? Like there's always a a wealth of new information a lot of times when we, uh, I, I, this is just like in, uh in comedy right when you you can't you you can't do the same jokes to the same to the same crowd huh (laughs) (laughs) oh you you do the same jokes (laughs) Uh, just hold is
0: that how it's done
1: (laughs) (laughs) shit so sometimes i get concerned that it might things might sound like redundant or something like that but he's so awesome and so genuine that and and it it feels like we haven't even begun to tap like the, the 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 actual like a wealth of knowledge that he that he's like that he consists of. Oh yeah, no,
0: he has he has a, a ton of knowledge. And what I like about it too is that it, we don't really have to prep him too much. We just ask him a question, and he's it seems like he was he knew we were going to ask that question already. He has <laughs> yeah. like a really well prepared like like,
1: notes or something. It's yeah. kind of annoying. It's like oh, you're making us look bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's clear to people. We but we don't talk to we don't really we don't even really tell him what we're going to ask him before we do it. We don't tell anybody what we're going to do. Again, I don't know why people come on this show.
0: I honestly <laughs> think if we were to tell them what we were going to ask, they'd be like. I don't think you guys know anything about soccer. <laughs> I think you're both stupid and I'm not doing the show. So we're just like, are you ready to go? Anything you don't want us to talk about? Good. All right. Hold on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we absolutely uh, thank you for coming on and talking to us and hopefully uh, some of the American... Uh, you know, uh soccer fans out there are a little bit more calm after uh these two last segments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: hopefully we you've gotten you've gotten the the you know, emotional comedians perspective, and then right. you've got the the MLS analyst uh, to give you their take. Right. Both geniuses in their own right. Exactly. Both takes it, probably just, probably, yes, equal footing uh in, in when it comes to American 100%. soccer. And we both have done the both, same amount of work in this business. We both get a seat at the table. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we don't want the head
0: of the table. <laughs> no, we, no, we no, no.
1: look okay, we're Men. That's it. We just want to see. <laughs> so, get your best of bread. <laughs> There's clearly
0: bread in this boardroom. <laughs> this, yeah. We, okay. that's... Oh, this is a boardroom. I thought it was the dinner. <laughs> I don't know what we were doing here. <laughs> <laughs> So um, it's just
1: bread. Why <laughs> is bread in this boardroom. I brought it because somebody passes to me.
0: I left it over there. <laughs>
1: um, so, you know, speaking of that, like it reminds me. You know how this? If in, in certain offices, when you you work with there's certain people that are the the, the people who bring like desserts or bread. Yeah, or, yeah. They just a, they just always do that. Right. And honestly, it's my honest belief. I think if you are that person, you will never be fired from your job. You, oh yeah, no. Could, no could, one
0: loves the person more than the person who lives near
1: the bakery that gets yeah. that one thing. Everybody loves. Oh yeah, they're like we can't find you. Want to drive over there? I don't want to go over there. But the the guy brings the cookies or whatever, like yeah. the, the, any sweets and bread. What that person is always like they 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 are they will they will, they will receive tenure
0: at yeah. whatever job they are at. I'll even go one step further. The person doing that, I think, knows that they offer oh, without a doubt. Oh, come on, of course they do. <laughs> Look, yeah. if
1: you guys want need any like work, some job
0: advice. Be that be that person. Yeah, your review coming up at this end of the, at the end of this year. You think you're going to get fired, buddy? Start bringing them <laughs> no, them donuts, but don't come in there with no Dunkin' Donuts. Don't no. be that guy. You got to go get like the little mom and pop shop. Yeah, you got to go a little bit out of your way, but be like, oh, you know, I just uh, does anyone else live near there? No, okay. Yeah, took an extra couple extra subway stops.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if we were on the the. FIFA committee. Yeah. We would never lose the job. No. Nah, yeah. We'd be like, <laughs> "We brought we brought the cocaine." It's FIFA. <laughs> maybe that's why that, maybe that's why Seth Blatter was there for so long. Yeah. He, kept, he kept bringing desserts. He was the plug. <laughs> he was the plug. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> they were like, "We got to fire him." But have you tried those <laughs> linzer tarts? <laughs> so good. Um so let uh MLS is uh
1: Came back. Which is another reason, if you're a USA fan, not be upset. MLS is going into the playoffs. This is uh, a couple a couple things. Not only uh, is it, uh, you know, October 22nd, Decision Day bam, dun, bam, dun, bam. Dun, in MLS, uh, only for the Western Conference. Decision Day. For <laughs> the Eastern Conference. Well, no, I mean. It's just the deciding, you know, what who's going to book a plane ticket or not. That's or, yeah, the, who plays who. Yeah. I mean,
0: for NYCFC, it could be tough. For Atlanta, there's a lot to play for. There's a
1: lot of movement. A lot yeah. of movement there. Columbus could slide up uh yeah that yes columbus if every other team loses can go up to second place so there's a lot uh going on uh but more more importantly than anything else is uh our mls fantasy league uh it's it, its final day is october 22nd yeah. and I, I, I don't know if you guys remember but the winner <clears throat> first place gets a $100 cash money uh cash money millionaires and uh, they receive uh, a scarf of the MLS team of their choice from rough necks, r- Roughneck scarves. Yeah, baby. And they also receive uh uh clothing from uh, On the Valley Apparel. It's going to be a nice so, nice, and, nice win. Yeah, and uh, and second place uh gets a scarf and third place gets uh, On the Valley Apparel uh, gear. So this is this a lot at stake more it's than a big just one. more than just What uh, are the standings? Do we know? Is there one one person running away with it? They, he, the the person uh, I bel- uh I'll I'll look up their name uh but I know the person in first place is only up by like maybe like 30 40 points so oh anything can happen Anything can kind of happen this for the
0: Cooligans uh, League
1: Yeah decision day Decision day <laughs> Uh, the gulliest of decision days. The gulliest fantasy <laughs> league. Uh, yeah. So let's see uh, who's in. Who's in first? We have 108 place? people taking part of it, which is kind of cool. No, no, it's more than 108. I'm in 108th place. Oh, you're in 100.
0: Oh boy. Yes. Well, let's not look at mine because I stopped playing <laughs> uh, a long time ago.
1: Uh In first place is Todd Modisett. Uh, Modisett. Todd Modisette. And He's up. Uh, so he's up by more than like 40 points. It's a a little less than 100.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's way less than it. That's no, it's about oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like 50 it's about, points. yeah, it's about 50 points. Yeah, yeah, why are we just doing math no, no, but, on this podcast? But yeah, so the, the cigar the, Chowdhury, the, the, the top is in second, yes. Uh, yeah, he's
1: he's the team, but goal. third place is
0: only two points away, three points away from him. So,
1: there's anybody could win this, yeah. Thing. And and fourth place is uh, Zach Sanchez, uh, 30 points back from third place. So, that, this look, there's a lot going on. Okay. There's a lot going on here. Yeah, even uh, Andy Winner, Andy Winner's on here. <laughs> yeah, he's in ninth place in top ten. Yeah, and uh, well, look, it's interesting because the, the people who run MLS fantasy are getting beat by the what, what? does that tell you? Oh boy, Chowdry out here just running game <laughs> on people. Um, so they, yeah, so uh, I know some people listening don't probably didn't know or weren't listening to the show that we had an MLS fantasy league. Uh, we, we do. Still time to sign up. I don't think you're going to (laughs) win. You might have a tough time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what a miraculous comeback.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No one saw this one coming. Uh,
1: He he went from, how did he get these 3,500 points in one round? Yeah. Uh, There's a lot. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so we do this MLS fantasy. This was this was the second year we did it, but this is the first time we did it with like big prizes. And, and I would and like everyone, prize.
0: I would like everyone to remember that I won it last year. I won it the first two years year, the first year, that we two did years it. ago. No, yeah. that was last year, last season, last season, yeah. last season. I won it on the final play of the final game of the regular season.
1: Yeah, the final kick from David Villa. David
0: Villa scored a score goal in the absolute last thing that happened in the regular season, which put me over Mathieu Tremblay. And he was nice enough to post a photo of me. On his classroom wall, he's a teacher it's in Montreal. Teacher, that's right. And he put uh, there's like a wall of like successful people or something, <laughs> or like famous people to remember, like if, idols to look up to. If, and I ended up on that. If
1: they only knew. Yeah, they those like, Who's that?
0: Who's that fat guy with a really nice headshot?"
1: Yeah, I, some of the kids were like, "Oh, I want to be fat like that fat <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: when I grow up." Well, you've got poutine out there, kids. You have more than enough opportunity to do so. <laughs> you inspired the youths, <laughs> the youths. <laughs> so yeah, a really fun time. So congratulations to everyone who's playing and uh you know good luck to uh the top four who look like they really have a shot at this
1: that's right so the the next so next season we're, uh, we're going to be doing this as well and, and maybe there'll be more money more sponsors yeah we're going to try to get it sponsored by somebody as
0: opposed to just us putting a hundred dollars of our own money down that <laughs> seems to be a <laughs> dumb thing to do but we're wanted we want you guys to to play and we want you guys to win
1: yeah so it uh it's going to be exciting so it's going to be interesting final week so uh the the penultimate decision day uh, had a couple a couple of great games that, that I, I very very much enjoyed even some nil nil. Uh, draws that were yeah. were still pretty fun. Yeah, fun. I mean, the Red Bull Atlanta game was really exciting. Yeah. Uh, do you want to start with that? I mean, nil, yeah, Initially, nil-nil games. We don't really talk about many of them.
0: No, we don't. But this one had a lot of implications, and both of them getting a point actually still worked out really well for Atlanta, which is sliding a little closer to NYCFC. They're now two points behind NYCFC.
1: Yeah, but 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 they're behind Chicago, right now. Behind, yeah. Behind Chicago, yeah. Chicago, Chicago jumped
0: did. up because Nikolic looks like he sealed up the golden boot.
1: Yeah, he was. Uh, he was he's in clearly in. in inspired by love
0: yeah i mean look he misses me and he was trying to show me he misses me
1: uh so he did he did after one of the goals he did make a a a pizza sign yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) he held up the slice (laughs) um or i guess it's like
0: that actually but uh the uh the thing about um, that is that he went a long period of time without really scoring. So was he going to keep the golden boot uh, sort of, you know, momentum going? He sputtered a bit, but it looks like he's won it. But to talk about Atlanta um, Red Bull, which is what we were talking about beforehand, um, because you know how much we love to stay on topic on this podcast, <laughs> is uh, I saw so many things to be excited about if you are a fan
1: of both teams. I agree. I think there is is a good sign, especially... Heading into the playoffs, yeah, that this is what you want both of your teams to be playing like, especially Atlanta. I think they have more to take from this game, given that Amirong was not even
0: there. Amirong was not there, and Justin Martinez was not happy getting off the field. Yeah, <laughs> oh boy. Um, what do you think about that? Because if you don't know, if the fans don't know, if they were, if they didn't see, get a chance, uh, you could see the highlights of it, but he gets subbed off in, I believe the 77th minute and he just starts ripping the tape, uh, that holds his shin guards on and his shin guards off and throwing them around. His shin guards are, are customized. They have photos of his children on there or mm. his child. I don't know how many kids he has, but there's, this kid's photos it might not even be his kids. He might have found them in the store. Just, but yeah. nonetheless,
1: it's like when you get a, a frame and the fo- there's a photo already in <laughs> yeah, there. The that's she
0: not your family.
2: It's, <laughs> yeah, this is your family
0: now. Shingart, <laughs> this is who you are now.
1: <laughs> um, so
0: he just starts ribbing the tape. He leaves it there. It's like pink tape, it's all over the place. And he pouted, and then he gets on and he kicks something when he gets to the seats. He's just not happy. What, what did you think of that?
1: I mean, it's, I mean, it's not the first time we've seen uh, stuff like that. Yeah, obviously a lot of, uh, especially in a, in a game, the games that you think you can win yeah, and that you think that you can make a difference in, you don't want to, you don't want to leave the game. Cause it's, it, if, if, if right. I, I think I, at some point, maybe, you know, the coach's strategy is like, you know what, we, we're not, we're probably not going to get three points here. Right. Let's try to keep uh, let's, let's try to save some kind of result. So I, I would say, It's cool to see that kind of passion because, you know, he wants to be in the game and, you know, he wants to win for the team. Uh, In those moments, I don't I don't believe Joseph Martinez or any player is like me. What about me? I don't it doesn't I don't feel that especially. But did you hear what the announcer said? He
0: said that he's upset even when they win. He's upset if he didn't score.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, the dude is a he's a baller.
0: Yeah, he's he's one of those players that you kind of like, I don't know. He doesn't have to say anything. Just his actions kind of inspire you if you're uh, if you're another one of the players on the team.
1: Of course. Yeah. yeah. Which, well, I mean, how can it not? You know, he's he's he, the dude's played in like four games and got like 20 goals or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. He's, look, he he produces for the amount of time that he's on on the pitch. For sure. Uh so I'm not too bothered by it. Uh it, you know, it, it, I don't think anyone else is Yeah, either. yeah, I don't know. It's like some people say it's a distraction, but I don't I don't agree. Look, I, I, I put him on my team. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I I'd love to be distracted by that. Yeah, I'd love to be distracted by the constant goals and flames shooting yeah. out behind the post. Could you stop <laughs> doing you that, guys, please? Yeah, we're I, trying to play a game here. <laughs> but uh, a couple. Um, I mean, both teams could have won this game. I mean, it, it was. That oh, yeah. Sasha Kleshin hit the post. Yes. Kleshin hit the post. Uh, uh, Villalba. Uh, uh, Royer, I think, like missed one or two shots. Yeah, he, he just he, wide th- that went wide. But the, the Villaba goal, where he was like on a breakaway, how uh, did that happen? And, and, uh, and look, and and Robus is a good keeper. And BWP, together. sure. Oh yeah. Oh was, my god. Was, the keep both keepers were. By
0: the way, BWP w- would have had the most average BWP goal standing in front of goal tapping it in it's who you want I think the announcer even said that that's who you want in that moment that's the guy who does this the best in the league and somehow Guzan gets his hand on it the fact
1: that 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 Guzan got the got his hand on it but also he it's very just the the the, uh uh, just the way for it to the angle of it putting your arm on the ground which is what he did I mean it was a cross from it was a great a great ball it was a great ball. Uh, it was a from a from a free from a free kick, yeah. a rush like free kick. That that I, it, 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 a weird moment because you can see Jeff Lurinowitz talking to the the ref and. Uh, All of a sudden, and the game. Aaron, yeah, and yeah, Aaron Long is like, I don't know what they're talking about, but yeah. we're, we're playing a game right now. <laughs> Have a cute chat, guys. We're gonna keep playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're like a little busy with a game right yeah. now. I don't know yeah. what you guys want to gab about. Y'all want to take it to the group chat <laughs> right quick? <laughs> but smart play from Aaron Long, right? To uh, to get that play, to get great pass to to question, then another great cross. Yeah, and, and just yeah, just to for for Braguzan to be. Uh, uh, that sharp and aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he put his arm down on the grass. And the ball shot up directly straight up. Oh, which and then is, it
0: slightly curled over the bar. It, it, which, crazy. I don't know how that happens. It, it, There's that, no angle where that, that happens. That
1: should go in, even if it hits Guzan.
0: Yeah, it should be. It was It was a strongly hit ball. You're right. It should have like ricocheted slightly over or maybe gone left or right and still gone in. It
1: went perfectly up. And just like over yeah. the bar, just
0: like rainbowed, right on top of the post. Sure. It
1: was like he angled his forearm correctly, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. to make sure the ball didn't go in. Just a great save, uh, but just the, the a little bit of luck for the ball to not like not take a, a weird deflection and, sure. and 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 land it right in front of uh, uh, in front of the goal so for like an e- 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 even easier tapping. Now, uh, Robles is used to having these
0: types of saves because I feel like he's out of position a lot. I feel like his he's. Constantly at a position, but he has like these cat like reflexes to get himself. So he has a lot of these, these types of highlights where he's like his full body stretching. He had a couple of them in this match too. In fact, he almost got caught off the line by Julian Gressel. Yeah, which uh, wouldn't Julian want that one back? I mean, you know, we well, while we were. Especially with two runners that are starting to get wide and yeah, open. I mean. You
1: know, I mean, when we were uh, doing the. When we were uh, in Atlanta and doing the Atlanta United Fan TV Challenge thing, and we did that Villa Challenge of try to get like a, a a fifty yard a fifty goal yard goal, which yeah. is obviously it's clearly hard. And I don't for us, I don't imagine if the if the it, it could have been uh, uh like the goal could have been like the size of three goals, and we it probably was a would, small goal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we could have
0: we, we there could have been like just anywhere on grass, and we would have missed grass. You know what I mean? <laughs> so,
1: um, but that one did feel like it was it, it wasn't. It was close enough that it hit it with the inside of the shoe, though the
0: inside of the the cleat, and it just starts just to sort of curl, curl left, yeah.
1: And oh man! And, but
0: the funny thing is, is that the keeper's not going to get back in time. I think Vialba, who might be one of the fastest people in the league, uh, is clear, open, clear, not offside, but has like tons of space in between the two center backs or the center back and the and the and the, and the I guess the the left back. And uh, putting his hands out for it, the whole nine. Yeah, but you have to take that shot. I don't think so. I think you pass and let Villaba, who has an easier shot and a, and a closer goal. Look, I would take the shot. I would you, t- know <laughs> you know me. You've known me. How long now? I would Not only would I take the shot. I would if be, it missed, I'd be like, oh, you'd all do it. Know, I'd be blaming in, everyone I'd else.
1: I'd be in my own box and I'd take the damn <laughs> shot. Yeah, yeah. No, you take that shot. But both, uh, I think the impressive part was both keepers were... Insane. Yeah, everyone. Both of them uh stood on their head, as they like to say. That's right.
0: Uh, I you know, I'm so impressed. The both other of person
2: balls. Oh nuts.
0: yeah. Oh, I think you said we're <laughs> going back to the balls. No, no, balls. In the beginning. Yeah. Well, they both did stop the balls. Um and uh God, you know, I can't stop talking about this kid, Tyler Adams. Oh, okay. That was a, what a weird What a weird p- <laughs> p- phrase that. you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I saw the nervous look You're like Here it is This this whole empire we build Comes crashing down Right now <laughs> uh, Okay Yeah Playing well, with balls <laughs> I guess I'm
1: thinking about that kid Anyway That's literally the transition You yeah. made into it And I was just like Nah man <laughs> You are just like you know, we no. talk about this all the time. How are we going to get out of this
0: one? Uh, whatever. If you're still listening, yeah. uh, if you did not crash your car, <laughs> I was talking about Tyler Adams. You know, people say that we, we disrespect the Red Bulls on this podcast. I do not think so. We're very open about the fact that we're NYCFC fans. We want NYCFC to succeed. We want the league to succeed. We're happy when the rebels do well. Go for it. You know, we just don't want you to do better than us. Yeah, okay. But this kid, Tyler Adams incredible
1: yeah he did look uh really good very uh, against a, a tough team and he and he like uh just composed himself well he just
2: for he, sure he,
1: throughout this season th- there have been times you know uh, I remember watching him the, the you know basically the three times against nycFC I don't, I don't think he played every game uh but th- there were t- moments where like oh you can like he make a mistake or two and it's right. like oh he's a kid like you yeah, just, let it go. You just, you just understand like that. Correct
0: that, me if I'm wrong. Was he the one that sat for that? that the reason they traded Dax?
1: Uh, I think so because I think he started no, out Sean as... No, Sean Davis was... Sean well, Davis. him and Sean Davis were the yeah. ones that like they, they knew were going to be kind of like the replacements for Dax. Right, right, right. But I think they, I think they expected more from Sean Davis and Tyler Adams was the one that kind of won the position. Right. Although uh, he's a right wing back now, which seems like a bad position for him. Doesn't seem like the
0: right position for him. He's... Clearly has the uh, I mean, his speed is probably why you do that, especially the way they play. Which is like that all out attack and and you know he's a
1: smart he's just a smart
0: player and he fits into but you yeah. saw that like give and go he did with like I yeah. mean come on that guy's that guy make that
1: guy an attacking midfielder already okay I mean but I
0: mean no do it right
1: now okay do it. <laughs> hey Jesse uh, Jesse Marsh hey look you don't know, yo what you, up, Jess? you don't know what you're
0: doing <laughs> I mean look you know some of what you're doing <laughs> but, but, but let me just help you get over that hump exactly. okay
1: but not uh, the hump is just beneath NYCFC yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, not not all the way all the, <laughs> no no but let me help you little bit like three quarters over there. yeah i mean look the kids got the kids got what i love about it is um the kids got balls back to it (laughs) uh what i love about it is like he's very decisive
1: yes and for for someone that young how old is he 18 19 i think he's 19 yeah for someone that young to, to to play that confidently you know amongst men uh that uh that it really does say a lot and and throughout the year i feel like there's been a clear uh improvement Yeah, for sure. And just seeing him play so much more confidently. So, yeah, he's going to be scary in the playoffs. I also think I think, look,
0: they came from Miazga, right? They uh, Chelsea came and bought him. Anybody there's clearly scouts watching the MLS. There's people clearly watching the MLS. Uh, Anyone watching is going to think this is someone we need to have on our team. I have a feeling he's going to be the next to go. Uh, So Red Bull fans find out where Tyler Adams is from. Find a way to reach his mother and make sure that she buys him a puppy. Okay, <laughs> it's the only way you're going to get to keep him.
1: Uh, yeah, it's a good, uh, it's a good strategy. The Le- move. It You know what? We have evidence of it working. <laughs> there is. So there's a precedent. Yeah, it's <laughs> one variable, uh, but it's worked. Yeah. Well, what kind of puppy? I'm not curious. Is it what kind of puppy? I got to. I, I know. I want to go. I was trying scroll, to find a picture of a dog. Scroll through. Uh, you know, some imagine old... it's ugly. Just one of those where the tongue is always <laughs> sticking out. How dare you give up Europe for some <laughs> ugly dog? Not for an ugly dog, <laughs> you, you, Jordan, you can do better. You know, who was upset
0: about that whole thing? His girl is like, oh, so I'm not enough. <laughs> it's me and the puppy is the reason you want to stay here I, because she would have had to go to Germany, right, with him? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, she loved she, him, she probably wanted to go to Germany. She was like, oh, that'll be nice. Nice to change a bit. Because Of the dog,
1: <laughs> I imagine it. yeah, oh man, so uh, yeah, so th- that game ended nil nil, but uh, you know, uh, point for each point for each, and uh, uh big results are
0: fine, yeah, rebels are fine, they didn't need the point. I'm surprised they even played that hard.
1: Let's talk about the other uh, Eastern Conference teams, uh, that had a lot uh, to say. Well, one of them did, uh, Chicago against the Philadelphia Union. Uh, the fire win this game three to two. We got a hat trick from Nemanya. Nicholas, I I feel like there should be like beautiful bubbly music yeah. playing whenever we say his name. A twinkle in my eye. <laughs> uh, or in his eye. Uh yeah,
0: dude, uh, beast. We talked a little bit about it at the beginning of the segment. Um, you know, just came in, uh, came in and did his thing. He's uh weird bounce on that first shot, that first goal of the ball. Like I don't know what the center back was doing. You know, I think I've said this on this podcast before. Center backs know the first thing you do is don't let the ball bounce because that's yeah. the the you know, the the forward is like, oh, the ball's going to hit the ground and then I'll go stand where it's supposed to go and then you're not going to be able... They're going to be too fast for you. So you just have to clear it in some way, change its trajectory in some way. And that did not happen. And it literally bounced in the perfect... It was like it ended up being a pass from the ground to Nemanja (laughs) Nikolic.
1: That blade of grass got credited with the assist. Hilarious.
0: (laughs) It was... It was shocking to see. And, dude, Nemanja Nikolic does not and will not miss from that angle.
1: Yeah, well, there's a – I think that moment in particular was interesting and, and, a, and, a, and a smart play on Nikolic to keep running, right? Yeah, and, yeah and for not, sure. And not slow down. Because I think if he would have slowed down, the, 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 the center, center back would have yeah, kind of followed 100%. And maybe would have not allowed the ball to bounce. Yep. And what more surprising was Nikolic – uh, yeah, making this smart play to keep running, but he he's not really known for being a fast guy. But he no. really like he outran uh, oh, yeah. the, the the center back, and uh, yeah, and and he's just one of those dudes that if he's too close to the goal, like it, that's it. You're you're already messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't don't even put him in that position. Like what he's... was
0: that movie where like once you see them, you're already dead. You know <laughs> what I mean? That's the money, Yeah, once but, he's in front of the goal, he's gonna score.
1: Yeah. Uh, but him getting, uh, uh, yeah, I, I it, it was a, a, a good choice given that the, the, the center back, I, I think he, I, I don't think he would have been able to clear it. Like yeah, it, no. it was just like, it was, the ball was just placed at, at just an odd enough distance where it's like, you don't know if you, cause it, he could have committed to try and clearing it, but imagine it does take that bounce. And now Nicholas, is just, you just like, all right, you you just, Thanks. <laughs> just yeah. give me a bounce pass yeah, like from yeah. Jason Kidd over. to right. Uh, uh, but yeah, but I and he he, he handled it well. But you, th- those were those moments that, like, if David Akam did that and he just burned through the the, the, the last defender, that. you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's his. That's but Nicholas a- adding some some new tools to his game, buddy. He wants that golden boot. Yeah, I, it looks like he's cl- uh, gonna get. I it. mean, yeah,
0: I can't I mean, imagine I, I, Valeri or or WB a score. I think four now. Yeah, they would need four
1: or five. I think. Yeah. But I know, did Valeri score uh, over the weekend? I don't think he did. No, he got some assists, but yeah, he didn't score. But um. This uh, result moves uh, the Chicago Fire over Atlanta United. So now uh, the Fire are in third place. And they are... So second place is 56 points, NYCFC. uh, Chicago Fire with 55 points. Atlanta with 54. Columbus with 53. 53. And
0: they all have a better goal differential.
1: Yeah, than NYCFC. Than
0: NYCFC, except Columbus Crew. Except Columbus Crew.
1: Yeah. So this is... uh, this last game, it's very, very important to a lot of people. I said, well, does this sound sim- familiar to anyone? Win and you stay in second place on my But I think more than anything, the people who would be most disappointed would be Atlanta United if they don't get to host their game. Yeah. That, I mean, but if they get to third, they still do. They Yeah, they have to. But not in, uh not in, oh, wait, they. Yeah, if you get to third, you still host. Yeah. So they. Third and fourth host. Host. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I thought they did not Okay, yeah. So
0: and you could clearly see that they don't play as well away from home. So
1: Sure. Well, yeah, the 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 Mercedes-Benz Stadium has started to feel like this fortress and they have obviously have been playing well except for that one loss to uh Orlando to Orlando. But Atlanta's last game is at home, yes, with the roof open by the way. Ooh. Uh but against Toronto FC. So how much effort is Toronto really going to put in this game cuz they don't they have nothing to play for. They got nothing to play for. It's, no, and it's away from home. And it's away from home. You know, Jovinko. I, I. They have to play their guys because Jovinko sat for a while. I think. He, I think he, he may have had like a knock. And rather than having played through anything, they were like just kind of sit him out for. Uh, like they do this like in, uh, you know, in baseball, right? When they give. Uh, 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 innings count or something right, like sure. they, they did this with Steven Strasburg over the Washington Nationals after right, when after he first sur- came up yeah after surgery uh, after he had Tommy John surgery they were like they just had to give him a cap and they're like oh we'll rest him a lot so that by the time the playoff comes right uh, it, they, he can play well but Sebastian Javinko has also not played a lot so you uh, in soccer that's not it, that's not the kind of sport where you can do that no you kind of want to have the flow of the game you need and, your yeah. you need to be in form and yeah. and your confidence needs to be good that's a that's my uh the that the thing that might be surprising is if Toronto like loses their their first round match. Oh my god, yeah, that would be huge. But I mean, but be...
0: I and but I think it would be because of they all this like resting they're doing, yeah. Yeah. and not having the team play cohesively throughout the the end of the season. Yeah, and also have
1: two of your American stars not make it to the World Cup and maybe they're too depressed to, to, to... Although they were...
0: Did you see Josie just like running around with his arms out when he scored? I was like, what do you, you celebrating? Yeah, what are you, what are you so happy Why about? So, yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to be right Canada
1: and Canada, yeah, in Canada you do that. You don't oh, do that here. Yeah, you cross the border, you're a different
0: person, huh? <laughs> what happens in Toronto stays in Toronto. Yeah, Atlanta, I think Atlanta wants to um, host a, a home game even if it's for the playoffs, especially if it's for the playoffs. Uh, NYCFC wants to stay in second place or at least we think they should stay in second place because then they get a uh, bye, which I think is really big and important. Um, not because of the home uh, field advantage, because there is no home field there's, advantage. There's, no, home. They, there's they, no such thing. They have no NYCFC home.
1: NYCFC is the, the orphan child yeah, of yeah. Major League Soccer. The most <laughs> transient team of all time. Yeah. They, they don't have a home. Yeah. They're, 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 they kids who need yeah. a haircut yeah. and they, <laughs> they haven't showered in weeks. The
0: sun will come up <laughs> tomorrow. That's the official NYCFC. Yeah.
2: It's
1: a hard knock.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that the home field advantage really matters for them. They probably, We'll play better, uh, better, better on the road. Uh, they just don't want to have to uh, pay the uh, play the entire time, especially with someone like David Villa, who's nearing the end of the season, starts to slow down a little bit, although it doesn't look like it, starts to slow down a little bit. Andre Pirlo is forty nine years old. You know, <laughs> now that he's playing, but you want these guys to rest as much as possible. So a nice bye week in there would really help. Exactly. So the
1: this guy, the, the game itself against Philly, Philly did, really did look like they, uh, they, they, you know, they have, again they have nothing to play for, but they, they, you know, obviously you don't want to just go in and just give up on the season. Uh, no, they Trinidad the whole time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they,
2: they
1: were
0: <laughs> they were really pushing. They were trying to get. Uh, Trying to get goals. That's a beautiful.
1: Yeah, that two great goals. But the yeah. the, the goal from Malavedio was uh, was pretty dope. Uh, yeah. Nice uh, chip over Lampson. Uh, surprising that I think uh, it was it was that like similar to the Nikolic play was that the ball took that bounce. Yeah, and and who you know who's gonna get it. But the keeper should get it. I, I feel like Lampson didn't commit enough to try to stop it because he also didn't raise his arms up.
0: No, he didn't raise his arms up. Which, if you if if, if you didn't see that, Alba Bedoya kind of kicked the ball like almost at like shoulder height. Yeah, if he would have made any contact with the keeper, that would not have counted as a goal. You know what I mean? It would have been like in, impeding, or he would have kicked the keeper. So sure. it was kind of weird that uh, he kept his hands down, almost as if Alba Bedoya was going to miss it and he was going to catch it.
1: Yeah, I, I guess he didn't really expect that. Shot. I mean, it's. I mean, you don't normally get chipped like from w- w- when the player is also like jumping like three feet off the ground. You know yeah, what I mean? No. Like it's, it was just a weird play. But I, I. We all expected Lampson to get it. Yeah, very much. I think he had a better shot because for Bedoya got a fairly comfortable shot when at that. No, you're too close. Like he jumped, hit the guy. Like right. Th- th- there could have been a bit more, and and it's just I, I think it's out of character i guess for Lampson, he, he doesn't seem like that he's yeah, not that no. kind of keeper he's been great this uh this year so uh so yeah so this is uh i i did like the way the fire played and watching them and especially watching them come back from down being down two one it sort of made me think especially for in the in the eastern conference of you know who who's going to be in the best form. Yeah, who's gonna maybe surprise uh, you know su- uh, surprise us in the playoffs? And Chicago's getting hot, definitely at the right time. When in comparison, NYCFC is not they've uh, they have not won in yeah. five games. Uh, you and-
0: want to go into the playoffs in good form and hot. I mean, you watched yesterday last year with uh, Seattle. You know they looked like they didn't even belong in the playoffs, and then they caught fire, and uh, there was no stopping them all the way through the MLS Cup final. I. Uh, NYCFC seems to be heading in the wrong direction. We don't talk about Chicago as much anymore towards the second half of the season because they struggled a lot more than they did in the beginning of the season, where they looked like they were unstoppable. They're starting to get back to that. Yeah, they, uh, could you could you calm
1: down? Calm it down, guys.
0: Yeah, come on. You only well, you, you you're, you're nipping at the at the NYC heels. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Relax. We're all in the playoffs. Everybody, he pass it around. Yeah, you, you go. Guys... like Radamel Falcow was saying, guys, take it easy. <laughs> we're all in it. <laughs> Come
1: on, just whispering, just everybody's just whispering. Yeah, <laughs> sh- 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 what you doing, bro? <laughs> We're all trying to party here, yes. Yeah. <laughs> don't do too much, don't be extra. <laughs> uh, so speaking of NYCFC, uh, they, they did go up to Foxborough to play against New England. Uh, they who lose. has nothing
0: to play for, who
1: has a zero to play for, they benched uh, pretty much all their starters. They yeah. didn't uh, they didn't start this game. The no Kai Camaro, no uh, Juana Godello. Uh, especially their forwards. They gave a lot of new guys like a chance. Yeah. Uh, And they, they did, you know, they did a lot with that opportunity because, uh, you know, they, lo- the NYCFC did lose this game two to one, Uh, or let's and say, And it really was two nil. Let's, let's, uh, you know, I'll rephrase it. New England revolution won this game two to one. Yeah. You know, I don't want
0: to. Oh God, we, God forbid we disrespect <laughs> New England revolution,
1: <laughs> but they, they did play well. And, and I, really felt like they were they did want revenge from that the that game at Yankee Stadium. Very much so. That they were leading and, and they ended up losing. So uh but easily the most controversial moment of this game, a red card issued to I I would say arguably the one person on this planet who did, does not deserve a red card ever. No, and for, for any offense. This is his first red card, if his I'm first not mistaken. Red card. His, uh, you know what? And I was I, I wasn't sure about this because for after, you know, I've watched pretty much every NYCFC game, and I honestly thought that was Jack Harrison's first ever card in MLS. No, he did get it. I think he's had two yellows. He's had three yellows three. total. Uh, But three yellows in two seasons, in basically two full seasons. Yeah, he doesn't foul people. He's not a, but he's an aggressive defender. He's not like, you know, he doesn't let people. He's not Andrea Pila out there. No, 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 no. Uh, he... So I was just surprised that he was issued a red in the first place. So if you guys didn't see this play, uh, Jack Harrison has the ball. He's running through a bunch of defenders, takes a too hard of a touch. The ball is in front of him. He does, you know, he slides to try to secure the ball. Yeah. Runs one foot kind of runs through Teal uh, who who got the ball. Yes. Studs up. Not the most aggressive of challenges in the world. But well, the announcer said it was a two foot. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, exactly. His other foot
0: came back around after he already took out Teal Bunbury. The issue was the studs up. Now, I know a lot of people say he didn't make contact and so on and so forth. Look, you can't slap with your studs up. I don't think it should have been a red card. Uh, Because I don't think it was um, the intent was there to harm.
1: Nor was it, nor did I think, uh, you know how a red card is is issued. A straight red is tough. A straight red is like endangering the safety, right? Yeah, yeah. And was was it a rough challenge? Sure. Without a doubt. But to go and just say that's a straight red, it wasn't two feet. It was, I mean, and he wasn't like going incredibly fat. It didn't yeah. look, it didn't look like brutal. Where you're no. like, this guy got to go, and 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 then you know, also for the type of player he is, who is not very aggressive. He, as soon as it happened, he, you know, he he went up to Bunbury and was like, "Hey, dude, you're right." And yeah, 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 he's, yeah. He's that. He's a good kid. He's a good
0: kid, and he was kind of standing there, and he goes, "I think it's going to be a red." And yeah. as soon as he's got a red, he just saw it. He didn't argue. He turned
1: around. and He walked away, very mad at himself. Yes, yes, uh, and uh. Yeah, even after the game, Patrick Vieira was like he didn't understand why the ref. I mean, he really went in on the ref, which to the point where he's probably going to get a fine. Oh yeah, he's getting fined. He, he, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said he doesn't uh, understand why that was a red card, and he's not only is he concerned about the the the, the refs. Quality, but he also said he doesn't even understand who's even picking the rest for these games. <laughs> he really went in,
0: <laughs> yeah. Which, if you're a fan of uh, of Steve Birnbaum, <laughs> you're probably thinking of
1: the exact same thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, worst things have been said about Mark Geiger. Yeah, so. uh, but yeah, this. Uh, I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I, it
0: wasn't a red. That's, I mean, that's it. it. Clearly, by the letter of the book, because it was studs up, it's a red, but not a straight red. I can't imagine where that's. It, it, like you said, the intent wasn't there to harm. So,
1: no, you said that. I didn't say that. You said no. You said that there wasn't intent. I'm just look. There I, was not. I agree with you, but I'm just letting you. I'm letting you know. I didn't say that. You said it. You just said that it wasn't. Uh,
0: the straight red is typically
1: it, to endanger the endanger
0: safety. the safety. Okay, that's what I meant. I meant yeah to repeat that.
1: Look, I don't know what Jackson said. What if Jackson wants to break? Yeah. <laughs> Bunbury's leg. Instead of
0: apologize, he was like, "Next time, I'm gonna get you." <laughs> <laughs> that's what he whispered.
1: Because so, I don't know what it is done but it didn't. Yeah. Well, he's a good dude, and and there's no way he was obviously he wasn't trying to hurt anybody. But the, the the I think it was a a little bit of a reckless challenge, and it's one of those. Oh, I lost the ball. Not, I don't want to lose Quickly it. Quickly so, recover but, it. So, yeah. Look, that that's the the decision to. Well, I mean, not the decision to make the the, the decision to make the challenge is a the bad idea because that's him scrambling like oh I made a mistake. But it's it's the now, you know, don't take too hard of a touch because this is a possibility. Yeah. And,
0: you know, it's only going to make him better. And he's going to have to sit out the next match, which is not good for NYCFC, who wants to keep hold of that second place position. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things that upset me most about this game is uh, seeing Kyrie Sheldon. Yeah. Who did score in literally the last second Mm -hmm. um, or in the last like 10 seconds of the game. Uh, But why isn't Jonathan Lewis? I don't even think he was listed. Jonathan Lewis is one of these players who who was even considered uh, fringe for being rookie of the year. I mean, because he had uh, a couple great outings. Why? He wasn't even listed in the the 18. Like, what's going on? Well, based on
1: the NYCFC supporters group Facebook page that uh, that is always accurate. Uh, (laughs) But based I I have no idea if this is valid at all. But what I from what I've heard is that. Uh, apparently Patrick Vieira is a little critical of Jonathan Lewis and his, he's, he feels he's a bit arrogant and he's a little too overconfident. And that's, and we, we saw that last year. Remember there was the Mikey Lopez, Kyrie Shelton video that it was just social media of them saying like, yeah, we're going to get three points in Dallas, which wasn't even that big a deal. But Patrick Vieira sat both of those players just, just for not kind of respecting the opponent. And, that's that's what i hear no idea if that's accurate at all but the the person was implying that they i think they knew Jonathan Lewis or so they were friends with him so he's sort of heard this through the grapevine and whatever but again don't take well, that as know, gospel that's that's what i heard you know Jonathan Lewis has known Patrick Vieira
0: almost of his life yep. i think this is the player one of the player's dads uh knew no is friends with Patrick Vieira from back in the day okay i think it might be, it might, yeah, I think it is. I think it is Jonathan Lewis. So if it is, I mean, that takes balls because you know, you're getting a call like, what'd you do to my son? <laughs> Dude, what are you doing? Let the kid play. Give me back my son. <laughs> yes. That's- I know you have him. <laughs> he's like, he's actually here. I yeah, uh, just he's, didn't play.
1: Yeah. He's- Give him back to me. I mean, you can
0: could, you could pick him up if you want. Send him an Uber, you know?
1: So uh, yeah, I, 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 I think I want to see if that's a huge reason why they lost the game that red card but no max morales because of yellow card accumulation right he didn't play the game who's right. a big big reason for and it's a nice rest for him too yeah and he he's he's the he's the guy i mean he's he is the pendulum that makes that team swing so yeah exactly so him not being there i think there was there was a lot of confusion and you sort of saw that uh That connection between the midfield and the forwards wasn't really there. No, in fact, if you look at the goal that was scored, was Alex Ring
0: with a long ball that took a mishap, a misbounce, and then uh, Kyrie Shelton just found himself in the right position and sort of headed, looping over the keeper. Sure,
1: but I I was more concerned with, uh, even when when NYCFC was at full strength, the the I don't know the just the lack of opportunities and maybe it was because Max Morales wasn't there. But it's exactly because Max
0: Morales wasn't there. Because look, Tommy's a great player, but he's not that guy that sends in those through passes. Yeah, and it's just wild. Them. Like
1: because even seeing Alexander Ring and and uh, and and who who is I think he's up for uh, MVP candidate. I yeah. mean, he's not going to win, but like you But know, no, but yeah, getting, getting that recognition he deserves he, the recognition. Very important part of the game. A uh, uh, important part of the team uh, and and their philosophy but he and he's a, defensively he is just a beast and he's great Uh he, and he does he make everything up he can, he can make the the a couple good passes and and i mean that pass to Shelton was a was his yeah. you know uh but he he's not Maxi. He he's the guy he can make the pass week. He, he's not the guy that's going to hold on to the ball. No, and on. he
0: and he shouldn't even pretend to be. I mean, yeah. him and Yang Herrera should be
1: back there protecting protecting that back line. Yeah, and Maxi is the the one responsible for uh, making that connection uh, with with the forward. So, by the way, how about did you see uh, Fagundes's goal? How he celebrated? Uh, yeah, yeah. Put the ball the in the his ball, shirt and yeah. the thumb
0: in his mouth. Maybe his girl's pregnant.
1: Maybe he's pregnant. Good hey, for, hey, good for them. Maybe he's pregnant. Yeah. You know, we don't want to make any presumptions out here. We don't know. We didn't ask. <laughs> no, but you know what? It's a new day. We don't know. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with me getting pregnant. No. Get pregnant.
0: Come on. Get on Oprah. Go on Oprah. You can do whatever you want. Uh, but congratulations or good luck to him and his family if that's what that was. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't, you know, you've got us all. Maybe uh, that's, Maybe that's. that's. Uh, maybe he's adopting. Maybe maybe that's uh still good luck you know <laughs> you can get Chucky you never know what you're gonna get <laughs> wasn't Chucky adopted Ch- Ch- the doll Chucky oh wait what's the there was another redhead that John Ritter was in the movie Problem Child
1: problem yeah that's a different yeah, yeah different the, movie you're thinking of what's the 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 Chucky movie what's the name of the movie Child is child children something oh, i forgot. Oh, I have an idea i, I thought that. it was just chucky it's not chucky chucky's the character but that's the name that they anyway we forgot wow <laughs> thank you for taking this 80s break with us <laughs> um but, uh, but speaking of uh diego Fagundes, that goal was hmm. spectacular one Monster. of the better goals of the year I, I watched it a couple times uh i saw it live and
0: then i watched the highlight a couple times because like he has sort of like a weird way to kick it like he kicks it like he's, like, pooching it. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't follow through all the way. Okay. But it's still kind of curled. And I was watching because if you he go... Hit it,
1: he, he hit it with the putter.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, wrong club. Great hit. <laughs> great. Um, he, uh, whatchamacallit, it, it reminded me of the shot that was uh, of the own goal at Trinidad. I'm so sorry. Because I was watching the keeper sort of flex over. If you noticed, uh, Tim Howard never used his top hand. So he sort of he tried to use the bottom hand to grab it, which doesn't give you as much length as the top. Yeah. Uh Sean Johnson, who was I believe, taller than than Tim Howard. Yeah. Certainly he's, has he's, more spring he's, now. He's
1: easily like six five,
0: six six, something like that. Easily has a lot more spring. Uh longer arms, longer hands, or yeah, longer arms, Use this top hand and could get nowhere close to it. Yeah. And I was, was just that watching that like just shocked, like, wow, there really is nothing you could have done. The only thing you could have done was be way out of position when that thing was shot.
1: Yeah. That's that, it. It was yeah. It was just a spectacular spectacle. it just looked beautiful. But Sean Johnson kept the kept the uh NYCFC in this game. Oh, that easily could have been four one. Exactly. Yeah. The there were so many great chances, especially after the red card. NYCFC really was trying to get a point. They knew it would be a huge, huge difference if they could at least get a point. They
0: got they had to at least at least get that so point. So there
1: were there were a lot of times where it was like one at the back. I mean, it was just Collins out there trying to just like Hold on, and yeah. where, and there were a lot of two on ones, and and Johnson. Yeah, he, I mean, he's the reason why there they, they they weren't more goals getting by him. I mean, he they, he made some unbelievable saves, yeah. especially when Kai Kamara and Juan Aguadelo came in the game. They were like, yeah, we're going to eat these yeah. dudes up. They had fresh
0: legs. Yeah. And they were just running amok. And, it, you know, what sucks is if you're a New England Revolution fan, I don't know if we have many listening to this podcast. I hope we do. I don't, but know, I don't know if there's many New England Revolution fans too, that exist. That, that can listen to a podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just, there's just not enough of you to download this. Um, they all gather around radios <laughs> they just don't have phones um and that time brady yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> you know you can deflate the ball as much as you want you know you gotta throw it still uh they're having that argument but um one of the things that it's got to upset you is the amount of firepower and talent that's on this team after jay heaps gets fired and they're not making the playoffs they're playing at a different level they're playing at a higher level and they're still not going to make the playoffs.
1: I mean, been, they were trash all year. I mean, I don't feel bad for them. I'm not all year;
0: they started out pretty good, but yeah, no, you are right. They weren't necessarily they were not necessarily the best.
1: Uh, the the what was it? The second goal, which happened in like uh, the ninety first minute, was uh, yeah, it it was it, it was one of those like Frederick Briant just went to the ground for no reason. I mean, what are you gonna? You have to like. You got, you have to do anything you can. But Sean Johnson did make that first save, and, and Fadu, Fagundes got the got the rebound. And ben Sweat poked his head up and then saw the goal went in and just laid back down. Just
0: like, ah, uh, they was, were gassed. They were down t- to 10 men. Tough, I mean,
1: tough game. What are you
0: going to do? You know, when I saw the last NYCFC game that where they went down to 10 men, Patrick Vieira, I believe they won that game. And Patrick Vieira talked about how he saw Chile use three at the back, three in the midfield, and two up front, right? Six, seven, eight. No, that's wait, not enough players. Three, four, two, right? Four, four, three. Yeah, three, four, two. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second there, guys. Uh, but it just like, Ugh. you know, because he has speedy wingbacks, essentially. Yeah. And he was using, a, he said it changed everything and it changed the way he thought about going down to 10 men because you can still attack. Um, as long as you know you don't have to do it for the whole game, they did not do that this game because I just don't think they have the right midfield to do that, and that is missing Maxi Morales.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I had that feeling like, uh, oh, after the red, I'm like, oh, they're gonna do what they did with you know against the Chicago Fire. Yeah, and this is gonna be it's gonna be great. And we're still gonna be fine. But we're gonna be fine. <laughs> but, Turns out no, we're not. No, nah, man. They they uh, New England is a different type of team. They are way more physical. Uh, and when you're down a player, and especially that specific player, I think if the if the team. If NYCFC lost a different guy, yeah, I think they—if it was like Rodney Wallace or yeah, Tommy they, Mack, they, I, mean, yeah, they, I think fine. they could have been fine. But I think uh, Jack is is responsible for a lot of the defensive work, and that's what made it a lot tougher to to. And he's and he's also very young and he's fast, and yeah, uh, so that's what made it tough to play with ten men and still uh, uh competently defend. Uh, so but we did get to see the kid Awa, uh, Kwame uh, Kwame Awa. Isn't it Awua or something? Like I think it's awa I don't know how to pronounce it. Agua. Kwame, let us know. Yeah, Just hit us up, Kwame. <laughs> hit us up. Kwame. Uh, yeah, he came uh, in for a few minutes. I think. Yeah, it was one of those uh, needing those fresh legs and it it nice gave, get in, gave, in there.
0: Uh, he's played once before, I believe, but it was nice yeah, to see gave, him. Give him yeah. some
1: burn. Uh, so let's uh, let's go over to the Western Conference and talk about a couple of those games. Yeah, this is tight.
0: I think we, we didn't. I don't think we were, we were going to talk about this, but Vancouver. I think. Uh, Lost right?
1: Vancouver did they lose or draw? Uh, I think
0: they drew. You're right. They drew. I think they drew. They drew at home, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Uh, yeah. I, well, I guess we'll look it up. But uh, the the we're in the
0: process it, of looking it up.
1: The games, uh, in general, where uh, I mean, finally, because before the week started, uh, before the game started, Vancouver was the only one to lock up a a a spot in the playoffs, and uh, now we have uh, Portland, Seattle. Sporting Kansas City and Houston. So the only available spot is the it's sixth, the sixth place. Uh, Real Salt Lake is making a push. Yeah. They lost their game against Colorado, which, which they is were ridiculous. Ridiculous to lose that game. They know. Against a team that
0: has literally nothing to play for.
1: And, uh, you know, I, I, you know what? Frankly, I wanted Tim Howard to get like eight goals, get by him. Yeah. That game. <laughs> you were angry. This was retribution. Uh, I, yeah. I really was. I really was. But this, so San Jose, has the spot right now. FC Dallas is tied on points, but uh goal differential is why San Jose up there. I do not want San Jose in the playoffs. I want RSL is a way more <laughs> exciting team. Uh, San Jose, there is it's a waste of a playoff spot.
0: Did you see the uh, lineup that uh RSL put out? Uh, they, their lineup uh artwork? I know I didn't. Uh they remember how FC Dallas put in uh Barrios and then took him out for Tisho Akandeli? Yeah. All right, so their lineup sheet was Trey, the printer, Lobo. Their, uh, uh, the the I guess there's a fox that's associated with it, the mascot. Uh, one of their fans who's, who's uh, tattooed, the other fan who dresses like a stormtrooper. <laughs> Barrios was in there, and then right before the game, they swapped Barrios out with Teshua Kandelli <laughs> and they put not that it matters anyway. Oh, that's it great. was the most. Perfect burn. That's amazing. It had nothing to do with them, <laughs> and they didn't even play FC Dallas. <laughs> that was as perfect. I put that in the article. Hopefully it makes it in there by the time you're listening to this. Maybe that's in there. But uh you're reading that. But I I tried try to put that in the article. That was such a great burn. At first I didn't get it. I yeah. was like, oh, cool. Trey and the printer. That's really funny. And then I was like, oh my God, oh my Barrios. Boy. They you know what? These MLS social media teams, they are savage. Yeah, they don't they don't take a they don't take a day off. Nah, yo. <laughs> just, someone's getting paid overtime. Yeah. No, it was it was really cool to watch to Someone,
1: see. Someone's getting paid extra time. Yeah, <laughs> extra
0: time. Radio, radio.
1: <laughs> cool new, cool new uh, studio.
0: Let us use it once. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Imagine. It's cool we, just we just show up. We are here to hey, use the studio. Yo, get the mics over here. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Like, what do you do as far as mics? <laughs> you gonna lap me up?
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, lap
1: me up. Yeah, yeah. Let's get somebody to put their hand in my shirt real quick. Lab <laughs> me up. Um. Uh, so uh, some of the Western Conference games that were uh, pretty awesome. Uh, I mean Cascadia. This 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 region is uh, it's hot. It's hot right now. It's Uh, hot. Seattle against FC Dallas. Uh,
0: FC Dallas has. I mean, slippery slope is not. This is a well oiled wall. They are sliding down. This is
2: (laughs) one one of the most playground
1: playground slide. Yes, (laughs) that's hanging
0: perfectly vertically. I have never seen. This is like a, a rock being thrown out of an airplane. How fast they're falling!
1: Yeah, it, it's it is weird. I, I know a couple months ago there were there was talk of Uhuti. Uhuti said he's leaving at the end
0: of the season. And somebody, yeah, there
1: were two players that somebody else were going said, back to like
0: Argentina. I feel like all of them are leaving. They're like, take us all to Argentina now.
1: And it's yeah, it's just so. I mean, this is Major League Soccer, right? I mean, the, the...
0: Just playoffs. What are you guys doing?
1: <laughs> well, but there is this, uh, you know, from from having one amazing season. Uh, winning the supporter shield, they were they were having a great season this season. Yeah, and then it's just they were just like, nah, man, I'm good. I mean, maybe maybe what happens is the once a team is successful, uh, and you know, maybe the, the the promise or the idea of like leaving for either more money or like a more uh, uh, maybe a a foreign league or something, right. maybe that can kind of get to players' heads. Because sometimes I think about. You know, like Joven Jones for for example, like, oh, he's going to he's gonna Bundesliga right? no Bundesliga two. Oh, Bundesliga two. He's going so but you're still playing, so it's like you you already handed in your your uh, like two weeks notice, right? But you still got to go to work. You ain't doing. You ain't shit. doing shit. You right? ain't doing shit. So, but, but but not doing shit. I mean, you obviously can't not do. shit. No, you're shit. just showing up. But you're like
0: you're but, just slapping shit off of people's desks that you don't like <laughs> when they're not there. But
1: it's a little different, right? Because I, I would say for the most part, the the risk of injury. Where you're like you don't want to take you're not gonna take that challenge the same exact way. No,
0: not at all. That's why I say like I don't understand why people would why would you allow this to happen. <laughs> I mean he he wants to leave leave, but you can't announce it like the third week of the season. <laughs> exactly. I'd be like yeah you leave now. So uh, maybe that can Diego Costa isn't at at Chelsea right now. He wants to go back to the
1: go now. <laughs> well they he can't go for for a reason. Yeah, but he's
0: training over there. That's yeah. what you do. You don't let the guy play out the season.
1: Yeah. And- and that's what I feel like happened with FC Dallas. That that that, that can really affect the chemistry of a team, yeah. and for, especially for a team at FC Dallas, which is like all chemistry. They just built on chemistry, uh, so it, it is a big surprise. But they lose this game four. Nothing. I, I mean, jeez. There's playing bad and then they're, <laughs> they're like, then, then there's FC Dallas. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> so this isn't you, you you have
0: to try this hard. <laughs> so much harder to lose this bad than to even just win by one goal. Yeah.
1: It's uh yeah, the the, the it's it's you don't want to be labeled uh oh, do you pull an FC Dallas? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's
0: not that's not good. You heard what happened to Steve? <laughs> the FC Dallas. Oh, oh no. No,
1: we Is he going to be okay? (laughs) I I don't know what to do, you know? I I mean, we got to call. Well, who's his emergency contact? We got to say something. (laughs) Who's his next of kin?
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, you need to have an intervention. Uh, If you're FC Dallas, I mean, you're just waiting. You're just ready to rip this thing down and start start from scratch next season because this is not good. (laughs) And I said Vancouver. Speaking of uh, the West, I just said Vancouver would uh, be the one in the – MLS Cup final. I said that at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. right? They're playing that super defensive style, which is really hard to beat, so they may, and you can see how many runners they send at the goal whenever they have the ball. It's just everyone's barreling towards the goal. Someone's going to score a goal. But to your point earlier, I kind of want to see RSL.
1: I would love to they see RSL. play Severino? so
0: much. Watching Ye- them is so much fun. Yeah, for the sun. That's what I want to see. Dude, they are so much fun. Rusnak. Yeah. I want to scream that name. Roostak. <laughs> I want him to score a goal. Joao Plata. Yo, dude, they are dude. Petkey. I mean, look, it's so funny. Like we were talking with Matt Doyle about Jesse Marsh, right? Being a great coach. I think he's probably going to be the next men's national team coach. A
1: lot of the. Marsh? Oh,
0: yeah. Jesse Marsh. Okay. They, there's been rumors of it in the past. Um, I think so he's what a the, better.
1: What the hell is he doing? All that crediting crap in. In Europe. He's trying to get himself ready.
2: He's like, what? Are
0: you playing the NYC? Don't worry about it, baby. I'm going to be coach of the national team. I'll be back five minutes before the game I mean, starts. Come on, you're ready, yo. Give me a break. Yeah, but do you not know how to play soccer? You need me to tell you yo, what you to forgot, do? you forgot. You yeah, <laughs> forgot. Bunch of children. Get your ass out there. Do what you know how to do. Um, I think Jesse Marsh can be, and should. I think he really should be, unless we get like a European coach or a South American coach, like a Tata Martino, who has just like an overwhelming amount of experience. Because remember, he was the Argentina coach and took him to the uh, World Cup final. So not a bad choice. Um, I don't know. I think Petkey, a lot of the fans are mad at Jesse Marsh or don't want him, don't think he's a great coach. And I think they're having a little bit of, uh, that could be us. Oh, when it comes to what? Watching RSL. But I mean, they're not in the playoffs right now. What do you mean no, but us? I think they're watching how they play. And they're like, "We Petkey's their guy. Okay. And I think, look, he's proved that he's a pretty good coach. He he has a fun style. I mean, I don't know. I think that's what the Red Bull fans are doing. Look, if there's any Red Bull fans listening to this, let us know. Is this is this some of the reason why you are very kind of uh, you know, against uh Jesse Marsh or want him to leave if they don't make the playoffs or if they don't do well in the playoffs because there is that sentiment is growing. Sure, that's fair. I I don't I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say Pecky's a better coach than Jesse Marsh. I wouldn't either, but it is fun to watch Pecky, Pecky no, but, clearly
1: without Pecky clearly wasn't yeah.
0: like this like mumbling stumbling guy that they kind of made him out to be when they let him
1: go. Sure. Yeah, and and he is uh uh he's look, I mean if they don't make the playoffs incredibly disappointing and and they they they're not in control of their own destiny. They needed to win that game against Colorado. Yeah. Uh and and it's it's a, it's a a blemish, and it's a sad sort of ending to the season if they don't get there. Sure, uh, and without a doubt, RSL, whoever they, whoever's in third that they would play against, would have a legitimate chance uh, to beat that team. So yeah. whether it's it's Seattle or Portland, so for it, sure. it would be a way better matchup than San Jose. I, I, whoever's in third would probably want San Jose there, and sure. and, and if it's Seattle, they would love Se- uh, FC Dallas there again. Would be, it would be nice. <laughs> just get that guy we'll back up here. Just keep the game going. Just keep the timer going. Yeah, don't worry <laughs> about it. We're gonna go for six points. <laughs> so, um, uh, but the game. I uh, mean, I mean, they look. They just look spectacular. Seattle again, another team that is like this is. You want to look this good. Uh heading into the playoffs. Yeah, they're doing it again. Four goals and, and especially uh, to, to get goals from uh you know, not your normal dudes, you know. Yeah, I mean, Rodriguez. Uh Victor Rodriguez, uh with a new signing, right? Uh he came in the middle middle of this season. Middle of the season. Uh and, and he had that was a great goal, great pass from Dempsey uh, to lay it off. But the, the first touch from uh from Rodriguez just placed the ball perfectly uh to, Amazing. to, to get it past Jesse Gonzalez and my
0: favorite goal scorer in the league at this moment. I mean, the best man the, the, is he the bouncing bear or the dancing bear? I'm not sure, <laughs> but Will Bruin, yeah, dude, this guy scores some of the most odd looking goals. He's just a big. He's all he's all shoulders and torso. That man, dude, he is. He looks like a he looks like he swam before <laughs> he ever became a soccer player.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, swimmers
0: yeah, he, body on him. He does look like he has a, an Olympian swimmer's body, and he's just like he doesn't. He's not going to chase you down. He's not going to break you down one on one. He just happens to be standing there. The ball hits him in the foot and goes in. I mean the one the one goal he just barreled towards the ball in the goalkeeper with a guy on his back
1: yeah he just w- getting backpacked he looked like you know those those koala bear backpacks that, yeah yeah it looks like a koala is holding the arms on to you. the arms are underneath yeah that's what that's what they did to Will Bruin. I mean, n-
0: probably not legal what happened <laughs> but he found a way to score a goal and then the other one it's I think four players
1: tried to score that goal and it just found its way to
0: Brown Brown's like how about I just hit it as hard as
1: I can yeah th- those are one of those moments that the, it, it, it was clearly a foul and he's He's draped onto all over Will Bruin. That I always question because uh, sometimes if a goal goes in, the 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 ref won't give a card. Like right. Sometimes I, mean, I don't know if this is ever necessarily the case where something was deserved of a red. And which I would kind of argue that might be because it still, would have been a penalty for sure. I don't know if it would have been a red, but it 100% a hundred percent would have been a penalty. Been a pen, but, but it's one of those where like, oh, I went in. So, you know, all's well and well, uh, but the ends justify the mean. Yeah, yeah, but, but it, did, it did seem that egregious where you're like, I would understand even after the goal why he would get a yellow or something yeah. because he did physically jump on top of
0: him. I mean, he carried that player. <laughs> it looked like an NFL, like the like a running back, like a Marshawn Lynch is carrying someone. Yeah. It's really what it looked like. And then what he scored the next goal three minutes later. That's sort of another poachers goal kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're a Seattle Sounders fan, I want to say that I don't think you can duplicate this in the playoffs because goals like this, like that. But they did this last year, so who knows?
1: Yeah, I mean, this time Jordan Morris is not there. He's still recovering from the hamstring injury that he suffered. I think in the in the one of the World Cup qualifiers. chasing his dog. Chasing his <laughs> dog. <laughs> yeah,
0: running, running after the his dog. Run. Dog park. Dog park injuries.
1: <laughs> you know how you know? I mean, everybody.
0: We've all been there. Everyone but Jermaine. I <laughs> uh, I think um, I don't want this to be the case, but this might very easily could be a repeat of last year's MLS Cup final.
1: Sure. I mean, you, I please mean, don't. <laughs> not, I, I wouldn't mind Seattle being there. I just, it's just I don't want to go to Toronto. I don't that's, want to go to that's Toronto. Really, yeah. That's really the issue. It'd be great if it was here at City Field or whatever, <laughs> whatever baseball. Park
0: oh yeah, we, we should,
1: we should discuss that because we, uh, I think I, we kind of mentioned it a little bit. NYCFC is playing their final uh, home match. Not at home. Not at home. And uh, they're taking, you got to, you got to transfer uh, from the from the D or the four, yeah. you got to go into uh, Grand Central, and then you got to hop on the seven. Uh, uh, Actually, you can't do that. Did you know that the seven is not working from
0: Manhattan? Really? Yeah, during the game. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, hence why uh, uh, Rodney I, Wallace and Ethan White were on Hot right. 97
1: today. So I will I will book my horse and carriage yeah, all yeah. the way to, to Queens Village. <laughs> so
0: I'll be coming up from for the game. I'll be coming up from uh, from Brooklyn. Are you driving? No, no, I'm not driving to see. Although there is a huge parking lot it there. Parking,
1: but I, it, it's not, I don't think it's cheap to park. But it's, it's. I mean, it's easy to get the right train. It's not like an issue. But it is not
0: far from La Estancia de la Espiga, which is the greatest tacos you can have in yeah. all of New York City. I,
1: I, I, I couldn't tell if that was a restaurant or, or a new novela. <laughs> it does
2: sound
0: like
1: it.
0: <laughs> ding, ding, ding. La Estancia de la Espiga. <laughs> by the way, owned by a Cuban guy, which I just found out. And why is that significant? Because it's a Mexican. It's the most oh, authentic nice. Mexican restaurant in all of New York City. But it was a Cuban dude who lived in uh, in Mexico for 20 years. So,
1: okay. Well, I mean, it's it's they speak Spanish. They're all Mexican. Yeah, they're right? all <laughs> the same to me. But he
0: asked me, he's like, what do you want? And I'm like, I looked at him. He kind of looked at me weird when I started talking. And towards the end of the meal, he was like, what are you and I said I'm Cuban he goes oh me too I go I knew it he goes yeah I knew you were too I was like what are you owning the most authentic restaurant Mexican restaurant he goes oh I lived there for a while I was like oh thank god because I thought they were going to murder you now that you admitted you were Cuban
1: uh, I mean What
0: were we talking about Is
1: that a thing Mexicans do Murder people When somebody's Cuban Well I mean You know Chapo <laughs> Chapo don't like it
0: If Chapo don't like it If Chapo don't trust you He's gonna shoot you I got nothing to do with it Yeah and, and we all live
1: ourselves about On Chapo standards <laughs> What 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 does I always ask myself What would Chapo do right now WW WWC
0: D <laughs> What would Chapo
1: do so uh, let's talk about the other the other team, the, the, the other rival in the, the Cascadia region. Portland. Portland against DC United. Oh, poor boy. DC United. You don't expect much from DC United. They tried to make it a game. Well, clearly DC United, FC Dallas, this whole thing in yeah. Portland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they, another team losing 4 Uh Portland put it on them. Uh, they yeah. literally, physically.
0: I mean, <laughs> poor Steve Birnbaum. Yeah. Um, yeah, Portland. You know, it's funny. I'm not a huge Darren Maddox fan. Man, but that play where he chased the ball—I mean, this just—the one thing he has is a lot of pace. And man, he—he he trapped. I mean, I forget what defender was that kicked the ball lightly back to their keeper. And Darren Maddox was like, "Are you? Do you know who I am? <laughs> I'm gonna just pop this thing into fifth gear." Yeah, and he flipped, he kicked the ball out of the position and flipped over the 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 goalkeeper and, and drew a penalty. And well, was, who
1: was the goalkeeper? Um what do I forget? Oh yeah, it's uh Blake. No, no, no. It's Steve Clark. Remember Steve Clark? All oh, that's right. The old Columbus keeper who made those uh made twenty seven seconds. Twenty seven seconds gave up that goal uh at, in the MLS Cup final <sighs> in Tough. Columbus. Uh yeah, he got, got a got a little refresher. Uh he <laughs> was like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> that's why I'm not going to the MLS Cup final.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember these guys. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is, uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Steve Clark was like, man, this feels just deja vu all of a sudden. (laughs) I feel like this has happened before. (laughs) But, um, yeah, uh, penalty. uh, Valeri does his thing. Uh, You know, no big surprise there. Uh, A lot of people uh, believe, and I I do as well, Valeri is probably going to win the MVP. Uh, he he's deserves it for sure. That well. Ever since Fernando, Fernando Adi, Adi gone, he's like, I got you. He's like, yeah, he's just uh, held the team uh, on his back, man. He's, uh, Portland has been playing so, so well. Blanco, though. A couple. I mean, let's. Blanco had a great game, though. I don't. Blanco, know. you Blanco, a uh, great goal from Blanco. Surprise Two from Blanco. great goals, I think. Right. He had. To, well, the second one was uh, there was a there was a body on the ground. Yeah, yeah. First, no. So
0: I, don't... I mean, they actually had a pause so Igor could tattoo a teardrop <laughs> <laughs> on, on his eye, and then they kept playing after that. It was an
1: interesting break. Yeah, Igor just
0: like put his bag down on Steve <laughs> mom He's like, "Don't worry about it. You ain't getting
1: up." Igor, if you know, Igor Mortis, uh, Igor Mortis, tattoo baby. artist in Portland. No, he he tattoos some the of official
0: guys. tattoo artists of the Cooligans in Portland,
1: <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, the first goal what a what a great layoff from Valeri! Great move. I mean, Valeri, first of all, Valeri, to, the, the the nerve on this man, right? In front of the Timbers Army, he's like, You know what? I'm gonna juggle, I'm gonna do some like, like, uh, uh, Indy Cowie,
0: yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: little keepy uppies, keepy uppies, little juggle the ball here in the middle of the game. It's like, Hey. Hey Diego, look, the timer's still going, guy. I mean, this this thing is still happening. You know, there. Right? <laughs> you know, all these guys are looking at you right now, yeah. and they're not too pleased. Kids aren't out here right now. This isn't fun time with the family. <laughs> he got he received the pass. It took. A, I think it was taking a couple bounces. So he yeah. just did keep me up for a little bit. Yeah, look, he did. He did one of those like a. Uh, uh, Remember, uh,
0: Darlington Nabby had a similar thing where he did the keepy up and then he volleyed it.
1: Yeah, but this was this was a little. He did it. I think he did like three touches. Yeah, it was a little yeah. much. He's, it was. He's
0: really being like, you don't have to vote for me for uh, MVP. <laughs> but look what I can do.
1: But it he it did feel like he put the 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 defenders in a little bit of a trance. Like yo, yeah. see.
0: Is he really doing this right now? He's good at this. Did, <laughs> did they blow the whistle? <laughs>
1: it really felt that way. Uh, it felt like a boxer, you know, a little Muhammad Ali kind of like, a, a, you know, a bobbing and weaving, just like kind yeah. of putting, you don't know what's coming next. He took a couple of those touches, keepy-uppies, uh, and then uh, uh, wait, that was the one that he laid it off to uh, Powell. Yeah. That was, that was, the, oh no, wait, no, this was, was, that, blah, this was to, the, no, this the, was the Powell miss, right? No, which one was no, this was the Powell uh the, the one he did the keepy up he was was would I think that was a Powell miss. No, no, there was a goal. There was a goal that happened. Oh, then, then, then this I was think Powell's. it was it was cause the cause Blanco Shouldn't we know this for the No no, no 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 now I remember. It was uh he did the keepy up he passed it to I, I I don't know who he passed it, was either Powell, but he then he got the ball back. Yes. Laid it off to Blanco, uh and and Blanco with um, the amazing goal. Incredible goal. Uh a, a Fagundes like goal. Yeah. Beautiful curler But you expect that from Sebastian yes. Blanco Yes for sure Now Alvis Powell This is This is Anything little- you can do <laughs> I can do better This dude was
0: like This dude Remember we In the beginning of the season We were talking about him For just mushing dudes in the face Yes and that's it That's his moniker Okay yeah. He is the Heisman <laughs> Trophy We all know him as that Yeah I. What I love is He's like what is that you think? Is that what you think all I am? Is <laughs> just a big mean guy? I've got some grace in me. Yeah,
1: let he, me show you some panache. Literally it, holding R1 uh, in FIFA, <laughs> yes. you know what I mean? Old the, the, the right button <laughs> RB and it in the goal. Beautiful goal. It's just this man is uh, a a, a, beast. He's a He's a beast. He's he's known for his strength. He is he he, he could have cement feet. I mean, like that—that that is not a thing you expect from him. So
3: but this, this w- boy
0: can dance.
1: <laughs> he not
0: only finessed the ball in the corner; he he might have finessed your girl while he was doing it.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. All the, everyone in Timba's army was just moist all of a sudden. Yeah. They're like what? Yeah, just happened. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I am very relaxed. Uh,
0: I did not expect that. The keeper did not expect that. No one on no one in the stands, no one on the field, no one yeah. in the in the the announcers were like, wait, who just
1: hit that? Was that a deflection? Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if Caleb Porter after the game was like, look, Powell, that was great, but don't you dare ever do that again. Yeah. <laughs> or
0: why don't you just beefing into Adi
1: right now? Why don't you go forward? <laughs> Yeah. Uh look uh, again you don't expect too much from DC United. Uh but let we we should I mean I think the kind of big takeaway of the game was uh, 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 Abovise falling on Steve Birnbaum. Yeah. Uh, Blanco uh, running in, getting the goal. It was a great goal. I mean,
0: we joked around, but Birnbaum got a concussion,
1: had to leave the game. We yeah. hope he's all right. Uh, but a lot of people were, were very furious with Mark Geiger for not stopping this game. Yeah. Uh,
0: probably most upset are the uh, is the uh, the fan blog. They posted a whole thing about like this oh, could the, cause the someone, DC United the SB yeah, Nation blog. SB yeah. Nation blog. Yeah, uh, they posted like this. This could end in, in severe injury if someone doesn't stop these plays. FIFA asks you to stop these plays for head injuries. The thing that's probably the most disturbing about watching that replay is just the lifeless body sitting there, that non movement. you know Yeah, what I mean that scares the hell out of you. Like if you fake you're injured, you roll around. There was not even his legs. If you watch the slow motion, which we did for some strange reason, <laughs> uh, his legs just. Sort of just like, are just like
1: yeah like just, like, well, like when somebody gets knocked out and get punched in the face you see yeah. those stupid videos like, yeah you know, their their body's just like
0: I thought. BC was you know I people are upset that he got up that Sebastian Blanco kept playing. I just thought it was rude that they both yelled world
1: star. You know what I mean? I mean why do it? <laughs> Unnecessary. Unnecessary. <laughs> <It's> too far. <laughs> but look, I'm look. I, luckily, it was just a concussion. Absolutely, and, nothing and too, we too hope we
0: hope he's better. But, I, we
1: hear we hear he's with the team again. So. Yeah, but the fact that. I mean, Mark Geiger, I mean, look, he is, he is, you've heard, when it comes to referees, we shouldn't know your name. Exactly. Also, you shouldn't have the reaction you had when we said Mark Geiger. <laughs> we all have the same reaction. It's every single time, every game he referees, has always, I, I look, when I, once I see him, on the on the sheet on the like the, the MLS sheet like when it shows who's roughing the game I'm like ah oh, some shit's happening something's yeah, going yeah. on It's yeah. going to be one of those games and it, it's rare that he has a game that like nothing happens that like just oh absolutely it's just like super chill no this this and, and let me be clear there's plenty of games when a lot of the refs are like yeah maybe there's a call here and there but you're not like oh this ref is garbage or yeah. like this ref is ridiculous this just a, Mark Iger seems. To be, and I remember the first time uh, watching him play. Oh, watching him play. Watching a <laughs> referee. But he it, followed him home. <laughs> <laughs> there was the first time. Uh, it was uh, I, at Yankee Stadium, and it was just like, I was just like, man, this this referee is different than the other referees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It just yeah. seems like way more stuff is like allowed. Yeah, like, the, the games are just way more physical.
0: Uh, and and that and he also calls it kind of unevenly because it is physical, and then for some physicality, he will you know, give you a yellow. Sure. But, but I would say more
1: than most
0: of the MLS referees, he lets him play. He lets him play. Yeah. But what I mean is like, you never know how much you can get away with, with him. Yeah. I mean, he's like someone like in baseball who has different strikes and uh, balls for different players. Sure. You want it to be consistent. He's just not can say he's just all over the place. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough to watch. And you, but you never, you never want it to be unfair for your team, but more than anything, you don't want it to be, you don't want a player to get injured. And that's almost what happened. It's just there's or a, he did get injured but you know
1: yeah, but but what the optics of the the foul happening lifeless body yeah and then just a while celebrating this goal like yeah. like not that like that just didn't happen yeah that that it's on look that's not the Portland Timbers you know responsibility I think no, it, it's not. it was a fair challenge I would be say he, he he did get he did win the ball he just uh they both went for it and he fell on top of uh Birnbaum. yeah and then it happens and it sucks uh but it it's just yeah it just looks bad and and it's like that's a rough ref- responsibility to to protect protect that player those for players sure. yeah. yeah so like he's, he's come uh, on Geiger come on come on Guy Ger Ger come on <laughs> get your shit together Guy Ger <laughs> so. Uh, so that's basically uh, what. So what do we have? Yeah. Like, like we said, San Jose is in that sixth uh,
0: position. Portland can get the first position. I don't know if they necessarily need it, but they they probably want to win. Seattle Sounders is tied with them. Anybody on points.
1: Anybody uh, from uh supporting Kansas City to uh, supporting Kansas City, Seattle, Portland and Vancouver can get the first uh, position. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, this is a good, this is going to be exciting in
0: the Western Conference. So. so yeah, I mean, this is the West is has all the action right now as to who gets first and second. You want to know who gets a buy. Um, Vancouver needs to play at home. They play much better at home. Uh, Portland. Can play you anywhere you want. Seattle can play you anywhere you want. Sporting Kansas City can play you anywhere you want. San Jose, please don't make it to the playoffs. <laughs> just San Jose, just take a Let break. Let RSL do it. Let's.
1: I mean, we well, have some fun here. We're to have a good time. Uh, so uh, and so, let's talk about some just real quick. Uh, uh the f- decision day. Decision day. Some of the matches. I mean, MLS decision day. Atlanta, the final round. Uh, the gulliest of decision yeah. days. <laughs> uh, Atlanta against Toronto. Uh, At- at Atlanta, at Atlanta. So is th- Toronto even going to bring the full team? You know, yeah. I mean, they they're definitely going to play their guys Do they have to. I mean, they they know they have to. Yeah. Uh, uh, just because they a lot of the, a lot of them haven't gotten much burn. Uh, DC United against the Red Bulls. Will they FC Dallas at <laughs> uh, at well, home against the, Rebels for the, the Red Bulls for the final? The Red Bulls can't get higher a uh, higher seating in the playoffs. They 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 should probably sit some of their guys. For sure. I I wouldn't be. DC
0: United though. Also final game at RFK. We were thinking of maybe going out there. I'm not sure if that's going to happen, but uh, this is the final match at RFK. The end. Of uh, MLS 1.0, exactly. And uh, Montreal
1: is playing against New England Revolution. Two Who teams, cares? nobody cares about those. Who <laughs> cares? Why even play the game? Shake hands, walk away, <laughs> take a point. NYCFC against Columbus Crew, big uh, big game. Obviously at the
0: fortress, that but- is City Field. By the way, we've never lost a game at City
1: Field. <laughs> now, so not know. even once. No, we've never dropped points. <laughs> so you, Columbus, you better watch out. You better watch out. <laughs> uh, b- both teams des- desperately want to win this game. Uh, you just uh, the implications. Columbus will get the opportunity to host a, a playoff game, so that'd yeah. be uh, huge for them. So they're gonna, they're really gonna go for it. But no, no, Jack Harrison. In this game So who knows uh, Exactly what's gonna happen None. Philadelphia against Orlando Who gives a shit Nobody cares <laughs> uh, Thank you Kaka Hashtag thank you Kaka yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Were you uh... Hashtag bye bye Kaka <laughs> Peace out Kaka <laughs> um, they, uh Very, very emotional send off In the last home yeah, game he
0: cried He was crying Yeah know, What are you crying about By the way he cried During the national anthem So you better have some respect <laughs> For the soldiers dude <laughs> Oh <How> dare you <laughs> Crying during the
1: national anthem. <laughs> um, FC Dallas uh, against LA Galaxy. Oh, wow. The battle for who's the worst. Well, FC Dallas could easily win this game. Yeah. Uh, but FC Dallas did win. Uh, LA Galaxy did win their game against Minnesota 3 0. So uh, maybe they're uh, kind of excited. Maybe they want to knock uh, FC Dallas out of the playoffs. So, yeah, know, maybe. Play
0: like, spoiler, something. RSL against Sporting Kansas City. Tough for RSL, but they're home.
1: They are home, but huge, huge game. Sporting Kansas City could also. Get the first place if they win this game. So this is going to be that's a that's going to be a great game to watch. What time is that? That one's at uh they're all at the same
2: time. Yeah, four, 4 p.m. Eastern.
1: Yeah. All right. Very cool. Um, Portland against Vancouver, huge game. Who gets huge. first place? Winner gets first place. So uh that's going to be huge. Uh, and uh San Jose, Minnesota. San Jose, Minnesota. Ugh.
2: Ugh.
0: <laughs> Seattle Sounders at Colorado Rapids. Seattle. Well, I mean, what are you doing if you don't win this one? You're home. And Houston at home against Chicago Fire. Wow. That uh, these are all great. By the way, you can get tickets for all these at SeatGeek.com <laughs> That's right. You Did you know a, that?
1: Use the promo code Cool Again to so get twenty percent off.
0: SeatGeek.com All right. This has been a this has been a long episode. It's been a long ass episode. Hopefully, we made you forget about what happened in Trinidad. Oh, I brought it up again. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much to Matt Doyle. Thank you so much to uh, all the fans, all the new people listening, uh, who are like, is it really this long of a podcast? <laughs> yeah. It'll last
1: you the whole week. Yeah, come
0: that's on. It a little bits, little bits here <laughs> and there. Um, thank you so much for everyone else that's uh you know watching and and listening and uh, everyone. Who left comments um, uh, Especially for everyone Who shared uh, My first article With MLS last week oh, That was very absolutely nice. Very cool of you We have another one Coming out uh, Hopefully this week um, If they approve it So check that out That would be really cool Comment on it Let them know That you guys care um, At all You know maybe And uh, yeah I mean our, our podcast Has been doing uh, Really really well We've been getting A lot more reviews any more? Any other reviews you guys can leave would be absolutely awesome. Yeah, we're, we're currently at forty-eight uh, reviews on uh, iTunes. All five stars. That one star magically went away. Oh, I wonder ooh, how I that's possible.
1: <laughs> Kushner took care of it. <laughs> yeah. He had a friend named Vladimir take care of it. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, that's a, a huge thing. We've climbed up uh, on, in the iTunes rankings by a lot, and it's uh, it's because of you guys. And if you uh, you know if you haven't left a review on iTunes, please leave one. It really legitimately. helps helps uh and it helps us climb in the rankings and and helps us you know get to a place where we don't have to do this for free forever that would be fun if we could get just a little bit of pay my (laughs) wife would really
0: love it because i I can't have her get a third job yeah you know
1: (laughs) just keep in mind uh that uh alexis's marriage is all riding on you guys it's all you it's all you guys if you're listening or watching it you can help she has told me she's like if she said, like, "Christian, you need to you need to help this man get to uh, a healthy podcast numbers and bringing in some real money. Otherwise, I will divorce him. I mean, it was in our vows, so <laughs> I need to do it. So look." You got it. This is the latest. She runs this (laughs)
0: household. What am I I supposed to do? Not do it? You know what I mean? Uh, You want that on your head? I don't want it on mine.
1: Okay. So if you want to ruin a marriage, don't leave a review on iTunes. Think about yourself, homewrecker. (laughs) Ruining this beautiful love.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, and everyone listening who's not subscribed, what are you doing? Commit to it. We get it. You listen to Men in Blazers and you're afraid to subscribe to this because you think that'll be an aside to them. (laughs) It won't. Go ahead (laughs) and hit the subscribe button. You could be a great friend of their podcast and a better friend of ours. (laughs)
1: Uh, Okay, everybody. Thank you again uh, for listening to the show. Uh, Again, yes. Thank you, Matt Doyle. Uh, thank you uh, Seat Geek Thank you Seat Geek <laughs> uh, We should title this episode Seat Geek right? <laughs> yeah. No it's not sponsored <laughs> SeatGeek.com is the name of the episode <laughs> Put cooligans. get yourself 20 bucks in your pocket Hot Hot what did you say? Hot, Hot. Okay, cool uh, You guys are the absolute best Thank you again for listening uh, You know, we also have a YouTube channel We have a bunch of uh, other fun videos out there uh, You can you can watch the podcast on YouTube as well If uh, if you want to see our sweet, sweet faces Oh yeah, baby uh, uh, You can do that as well So subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, If that's uh, your preferred way of ingesting podcasts Sure,
0: whatever you want to do We absolutely love you <laughs> uh, My name is Alexis Guerrero My name is Christian Polanco Together, what are we?
1: The Cooligans!